0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Zen master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. Living every day to define man's mission yeah. Look into the sky for divine transmission yeah. Deaf man's vision makes the blind man listen yeah. Eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition Thank you Blind ambition Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast I'm your host Serial Sensei We are on episode 110 As always, uh, you can check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud iTunes, if you're on iTunes, please rate, subscribe, and leave a review, and we are also now on Spotify, so you can listen to us on there as well, send questions to Dojo Talk Podcast at yahoo.com, check us out on Facebook at the Dojo Talk Podcast Facebook page, um, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Serial Sensei, those are all of the plugs, now that all of that is out of the way, as always, I'm joined with my co-host Antakul, cool. what's going on man?
1: Hey, how's it
0: going? It's, it's been a, it's been a day, it's been a, I've done a lot actually today, I've, this is my second, my second or third podcast, I recorded a lot today actually, I did too That's much good. work, all, all my, my days are running into each other. I
1: apologize that we were recording later than we normally would.
0: Not worked out, I needed to eat.
1: Hey, <laughs> I mean, you, 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 we should, look, for the, we're recording at, well it's night time now, um, because i had to work yesterday but i'm a terrible terrible decision maker <laughs> so friday night i was like you know what i don't need this sleep and then i stayed up until six thirty in the morning and then fell asleep for 30 minutes and then <laughs> proceeded to go to work and I, I i could not stay awake at all as soon as i got home yesterday um I made it to the first round of the very first prelim fight and then <laughs> fell asleep <laughs> until 7 o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> oh, man. But you, you made it. You're, you're here now. Um, yeah, I, I stayed up and, and watched it. There were a lot of fights this weekend. There was a lot. Um, a lot going on. Um, There's always stuff going yeah. on. Always. The, the world keeps spinning. Punches keep getting thrown. Um, I'm starting
1: to see why other sports have like seasons.
0: Right, like <laughs> off seasons. I feel like it's gonna get worse next year.
1: It's it's never going to end.
0: Yeah, this is uh... this
1: is the new this is the new real life. Yeah, welcome. Like we're, we're welcome in, to having your Saturdays uh, monopolized by a company.
0: Yeah, this this is like season ten of MMA, and like there used to be like ten episodes a season, and now they're like thirty five. And the show was not ending. <laughs> it's not it, ending.
1: It's like um, did soap operas back in the day have seasons? Because they, they had, were like every day, right? I
0: think they did. I'm pretty sure they did.
1: Oh, speaking of soap operas, uh, I was at, I was at the I was at Domino's on Friday, to pick up a pizza, right? And they have a little TV in the corner. And this little boy and his dad and like his two brothers walked into the store. And they immediately, like, the little boy walks over to the TV and immediately starts watching it. His dad, he's, like, yelling at him, Go, come over here and sit down. I don't trust you. He's, like, but I want to watch The Young and the Rustles. <laughs> what? I was, like, damn, can you stay at home with your mom a lot.
0: Oh, no. I die. Oh, no. Get the little one some guidance. <laughs> I see. I mean,
1: if he likes it, he likes it. But
0: like, and it's like that's that's your default though. That's your <laughs> that's your go-to show. I mean, he yeah,
1: like I'm pretty sure like the Young and the Restless is all there's left, right? Like General Hospital isn't
0: around anymore. I'm mad because actually one day I did look this up. I feel like we had this conversation at work before because I thought like all of these soap operas died off, but I think like one of them is still going.
1: Now there's still plenty of old people who don't know what Netflix is.
0: Yeah, yeah they, they still watch. Oh, man. That's his go- ghost. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's I mean, not the fact that... it was on.
1: Like, it was Young and the Restless.
0: I think it was, it's not the fact that he wanted to watch Young and the Restless. It's the fact that that was the very first thing that when he saw TV. <laughs> that's, that's what he thought of. No. I mean,
1: it, it was Young and the Restless. That's the thing.
0: Oh, it was, so it was already on. Yeah, it was on. Oh, I thought like he turned no, it no, on. No, no, no. It was oh. <laughs> on. I walked into the store and they had the young I'm like, that's weird. Oh, I thought he turned it on and that's what he wanted to watch.
1: Oh no, no, it was on and he knew what it was like oh, from the get
0: go. Yeah, he he definitely stays home with my grandma. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how that goes. <laughs> Man, Man, yo, yo. I
1: remember being a kid and like my they forced me to stay home with my great grandmother and she'd just be playing like one telenovela after the next I didn't understand what was going on but you know somebody was always cheating on somebody (laughs) (laughs) like there there, there was a lot of like weird incest stuff like there was I remember this one show where like the the 16 like the 16 year old niece and like it was her blood aunt like it was her sister's her mother's sister but she really wanted to fuck her uncle it was Jesus
0: really Christ. weird. <laughs> soap operas, man.
1: Dude, this, this, like... They are... like Spanish soap operas are... some of the craziest shit. Like, did you ever see that, um... the really famous scene of just, like, the crazy woman who, like, attacks the boy with a pair of scissors? No, I don't... <laughs> I don't like, think I see that. You, you can't watch it on the recording... Because it's like, fifteen minutes long. It's amazing. It's fifteen minutes of television perfection. Oh, boy. But but you have to watch it eventually because it's amazing.
0: Are those actors still alive? Well, they probably are. Actors live a pretty long time. They're probably still alive. I mean, they have money.
1: <laughs> Unless they did all the drugs.
0: No, they got they got reruns for days. They're getting residuals for the rest of their lives.
1: Do they do reruns like? Because, like, wasn't the whole point of, like, soap operas, like, they do one a day? I don't
0: know. For, like, days of our lives, they, I don't know. They definitely had seasons, though. So, I feel like they had to... There's some channels somewhere still playing these, I would yeah. think. Um,
1: Man, Eventually, like, I'd just be like, you know, F it. I'm gonna just make up my own story. Because they're doing it live, right?
0: That I don't know. I feel fun. like after a while, I would grow to hate my, like, castmates. Like, we've been doing this show for 20 years. Like, I don't I mean, like you guys anymore. Well,
1: I, just, <laughs> I, I just probably just, like, never talk to them. I just come to say my lines and then go home.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, so popular, it, man.
1: Then, then, like, the intern is like, did you sign Jim's retirement card? I'm like, who the fuck is Jim? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you forget their real names. You just call them by their character names. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that was our soap opera talk. Uh there man, you
1: go. This is what the people are here for. All
0: right, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> the top cities for the week. Uh terms of viewership, shout outs to all the, the viewers, listeners, people on Spotify, Tumblr, Twitter, all you good people. Uh number one this week, uh Torrance, California. Uh number two smolik poland i'm saying that right uh number three doha cater oh number four is a notification from my laptop hold up number Wait, four I'm, so- I'm sorry did you just
1: say Qatar?
0: Oh, cater yeah Qatar. yeah
1: like the country that hosted is supposed to host like it was the world cup in 2020 or some shit
0: yeah yeah they're out there the fuck i don't know why y'all are here but hey Hi. (laughs) it gets weirder number four uh nampa idaho um i don't know who in idaho clicked here and got here by accident but uh what up (laughs) we appreciate you and coming in at number five is uh the bronx new york so uh shout out to you guys wherever you are across the globe uh i really don't know how some of you guys got here in these other countries but hey man i'm not mad at you we're we're glad to have you. Um, if you clicked here by accident, just keep clicking here by accident, and uh, you'll you'll find something you like eventually.
1: I, 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 some, like, I just imagine like they're all like
0: American, and some of them are just using like VPNs, or something. Just, I don't know. You got bootlegging our free show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're they're bootlegging somebody else's stuff.
0: There you go. They're bootlegging someone they, they, else, and they're listening to us on the side. Yeah. There you go. That all works out. So they're they're out there downloading, like...
1: I don't know. What's what's in theaters? They're downloading Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: They don't want to get caught. Go give... Freddie Mercury's not alive anymore, but...
1: Yeah, fuck that movie.
0: (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, appreciate you guys for listening. Um, I guess, off top...
1: Before before we go into (laughs) anything... I have the hottest of updates. Um, so you know
0: what you know what drops this week.
1: Creed two. Now I have to ask you: Did you see Creed one?
0: Um, I was just gonna say I was supposed to watch Creed one and I still haven't yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have not.
1: Because Joey asked for our, asked if we we're gonna do our Creed two takes, and I feel like I've said this before on the podcast, but I've not seen. Any of the Rocky movies to completion, including Creed 1.
0: Oh, man. I've seen... I, watched... I know I watched Rocky 1. Not Do I remember it? That's a completely different story. I know I watched Rocky 1, and then I saw the... the... Whatever the Rocky comeback movie, I want to say it was like 5, when he <laughs> fought Antonio Tarver. <laughs> yeah. I watched that one. I remember That's watching that one. Scarily appropriate. Because Rocky lost the fight. I remember. I vividly vividly remember at least like the ending of that one. Um, I think I've just seen bits and pieces. Yeah, I never completed all the Rocky movies either, and I I never saw Creed like at all. I haven't even seen like, and I've had it spoiled for me already. But it's my fault. The movie's been out for like twenty years. I just I never saw it.
1: Michael B. Jordan became an international superstar in the time it's taking you to the secret. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) That is
0: true. But um,
1: I I mean. Like something, some. The only thing I know about Creed is apparently he won the title like ten months after his first pro fight, and that pissed me off. Because <laughs> a guy, I was a guy. That's not how this works.
0: Yeah, in boxing you got to go like thirty six and 0 first.
1: You are not Ukrainian. You can't do that shit.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, if 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 I get around, I'm gonna try to watch Creed. I re- I actually do like want to watch it. I'm just. I have a lot of just stuff I'm working on, so I just I get tired and old, and when I get downtime, I kind of don't want to do anything. But I'm gonna try to watch it because I do want to see Creed 2. But to be honest, if I see Creed 2, it's probably gonna be really late. Like Creed 2 will have been out for like a month, and I'll see it then. But if I do watch it, I'll give my take on here. We'll see how it goes. But um, before we get started with news, real quick. On the rest in peace tip, uh, rest in peace Stan Lee, uh, rest in peace to Kim Porter, Uh, for those who don't know uh, Kim Porter, that was uh, Diddy's, uh, I don't think they were ever married, I want to say girlfriend, they they dated for a really really long time, they had like two or three kids together, but she was like a model, actress, uh, so on and so forth, Um, I think she died of cardiac arrest, I want to say. At only age 47 which is kind of wild but um rest in peace to her that was just a really wild headline just really random headline to read uh can't remember the day it happened but uh rest 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 in peace to her and uh obviously r.i.p stan lee i actually found out stan lee was dying like while i was playing spider-man so that was kind of crazy and he had a cameo in the game which made it even like crazier but um. Yeah. Rest. Rest in peace, Stanley, man. If you grew up in the the Saturday morning cartoon era, you know, watching X Men and Spider Man and all that good stuff, he he was a pretty he he pretty much played a hand in shaping a lot of childhoods and really, I guess you could say, adulthoods with the way comic book movies are now and this you know whole MCU universe and Netflix shows. You know, this this man contributed to all of that. Um, and, and played a, a pretty big hand in it. So, um, rest in peace, to Stanley. He passed away at at ninety five. Uh, definitely lived a pretty full, <laughs> pretty full, complete life. Um, if, there, if there's anybody who lived out their dreams while they were on 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 Earth, it was it was, it was that man there. So, re- rest in peace, to Stanley. Um, anything yeah. else before we get started? Oh. Or you got <clears> any notes? Any anything you want to add?
1: Uh, nothing that wouldn't be a bummer so alright so an already bummer note
0: so yeah now we got the sad stuff uh out the way excuse me on to uh news and notes for the week um (laughs) pretty pretty decent amount of news Uh, I feel like there's more news about fights than actual fight matchups but you know that's, that's, that's life but uh starting from the top couple of big fights still uh, announced uh probably one of the biggest uh, ufc 234 is now official i don't remember if we mentioned this last podcast or if it was official but if it wasn't calvin gastelum robert whittaker middleweight title ufc 234 um i didn't write the date down forgot the date but i know it's sometime 2019 february something yeah so that's gonna be a, a really awesome fight and I will throw my hot take out there that Kevin Gaston will be the middleweight champ, and then he'll lose his first defense. Um, <laughs> that's that's my random hot take, but definitely looking forward to that, man. that's that's gonna be a really awesome fight. Um, this next fight i I hesitate to announce this, <laughs> but it it popped up. I wrote it down. I hesitate to announce this fight until like they actually touch gloves and they're in the octagon, but For the sake of news and notes, uh, returning from a four-year layoff, uh, Nick Diaz coming back from the dead, coming back from playing with Ninchucks and doing whatever Nick Diaz does in his spare time. uh, He will be fighting Jorge Masvidal at UFC 235. Um, I don't really know how this matchup got made, but at the same time, I'm not mad at it. It's kind of random and out of nowhere, but hey, man, what... When is a Diaz? Like, the Diaz fights always have just something weird or crazy surrounding them. So I feel like this is almost fitting. Um, so so I, have, I
1: have two theories. One, Nick Diaz doesn't actually watch MMA, and he remembers Jorge Masvidal from Strike Force. <laughs> because they probably fought, like, they probably, you know, fought on some same cards, or at some press conferences together, whatever. Two, Nick Diaz looked at the top of the welterweight division, realized they were all really good wrestlers. It was just like fuck yeah, fight Jorie Masvidal.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like both are probably true. Probably more so true that he doesn't watch MMA in his spare time. Yep. Yeah, he yep. saw Jorge Masvidal and he was like,
1: <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, that's a guy.
0: Yeah, I remember Guess. that guy takes the punch. Yeah. didn't he didn't he fight that that. Uh, oh yeah. He, he fought Gibbler. <laughs> he fought Gibbler and Gibbler beat him. So I can beat him. Yeah. So, so I can beat him. You know. And then yeah. So that that's the thing. Allegedly. But uh, we'll we'll see how that fight turns out. Uh, other fight announcements. Um, Marcus Perez versus Anthony Hernandez will be going down at UFC 233. Um, at the Beijing card, uh, Louis Smoker, back in the UFC, this time at Bantamweight, uh, he will be fighting, forgive me for butchering his name, Sumu Dajiri, or Dajiri, sorry, that was an I at the end, not a U. Sumu Dajiri, and they spelled his name Sumu Dajiri, Sumu Dajiri, so I, I don't, I,
1: I'm assuming that's a,
0: Stage name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Either that, or I, I
1: don't know. Like, I don't know anything about, um, you know, Chinese naming habits. Like, I don't know where he's from, like in yeah. China.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering. Like, I don't know if that's uh, just a thing they do over there. But uh, Suma Dajiri, Suma versus Louis Smoker, uh Smoker returning to the UFC at bantamweight. I I'd like uh, to point out
1: this is like the second Chinese fighter that they've signed who's coming in off a loss. He got knocked out in his last fight, or submitted. My bad, by um, bin Ma. Yeah, like he he got submitted in his last fight. So, kind. Of, I'm, I'm I'm a little. I don't know where they're getting these fighters from. <laughs> like, it's it's like that time they signed the heavyweight dude who's going to be on this card. I think um, Yao Song Wu. Like, where did you get this name from? Like, it's weird.
0: I don't know. So, so somebody's scouting talent somewhere.
1: Hear that? They're just like somebody is there is just being like, "Yo, you should sign this dude. He's really good." And the usc is like, "Yeah, whatever. We need Chinese fighters to go to China." So,
0: that's probably that's probably more accurate. <laughs> they, they probably but, didn't even watch the tape. No, <laughs> like, like
1: I'm like I'm pretty sure like, unless like Shelby and Maynard are like. Watching a Cage Warriors or a Bama card or something like that, like they or an LFA card, like they, they do no tape review. Like it's just managers going to them and being like, "Hey, I got this guy," or "Hey, I, like I trained with so and so in, um, uh, in, like I, I went to a gym in China and worked out with this guy. He's really impressive. You should sign him." Or this guy came to AT and T last week and he's pretty good. You should sign him. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like one of those gileos. Either way, he, he he made it on the card, so we'll see how that okay. goes. And obviously, smoke Smoker at bantamweight because you know flyweight is you know everything but gone. Uh, so but, the last
1: flyweight fight in the UFC, which might not even be at flyweight because we're not sure either one of those guys can hit one twenty-five.
0: Lord. Yeah. But. Moving on down the notes, uh, since, uh, since Paolo uh, Costa pulled out of the Romero fight, uh, Romero is aiming for Anderson Silva, uh, and that would be on the ESPN Plus card, if that does happen. I don't want to see Anderson Silva get his head knocked off, but that could potentially be a thing if they decide to make that fight. Um, replacements, uh, Alex Hernandez is replacing uh, Islam Makachev. Uh, Makachev was supposed to fight Francisco Trinaldo, but uh, ended up having to pull out. So we'll get Alexander Hernandez instead against Trinaldo. That'll be at UFC 233. Um, Mr. Violent Bob Ross, uh, Luis Pena, is moving down to featherweight. I don't know why.
1: It's not going to make him a better striker.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw this headline. and I was like, I don't understand what this is. I don't know what you're trying to do with the featherweight thing. But I don't like, think it's the answer.
1: Yeah, like Trizano was a featherweight before he got to the UFC, if I remember right. Like he could probably make that weight again, so it's not gonna fix his problems.
0: Yeah, but hey, man, I don't know. Man, maybe you got some secret we don't. More, more power to you. But uh, I don't, I don't think it's gonna solve anything. But we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. He's just—he's no, he's gonna end up fighting New Bronx
2: yeah
1: <laughs> I like think he's just a really inexperienced dude like he he's got some potential but like it's take that j- that takes time maybe he's moving down because featherweight's just like a less dense division than like
0: 155 well, that is true but it's still not a lot of easier still there's, there's still some killers down there as well but yeah like, you know best of luck to him Uh the saddest news for me Tom ducan was out of his UFC 232 fight with Nathaniel wood uh due to I know I had to write this down because I'd never heard of this before an, an intercoastal hematoma uh whatever that is
1: he has a hematoma <laughs> inside his head
0: uh I think it's like a rib oh, okay. or something it's like a it's some kind of swelling and I guess when it uh it gets too bad it, it uh like you have really trouble like a lot of trouble breathing. Uh, uh, okay. Something like that. So, uh, I just saw the intercoastal hematoma. I was like, what is that? <laughs> but, um, yeah, the Deacon Wild had to pull out. Don't know if there's a replacement, but uh, he is out of that fight, unfortunately. Um, also, in other news of fights not happening, uh, Massad Bektik is out of his UFC 231 fight uh, with Hanano Moicano. Don't know if they have a replacement. I would hope so, because I want to see Moicano fight, but... Uh, so that, that scrap won't be happening. I'm um, in Bellator news. Uh Anatoly Tokov, if you don't know him, he's the gentleman who uh recently beat former be- uh, Bellator middleweight champ Alexander Semenko. Um he has a younger bro- ah, a younger brother named Vladimir uh who is 3 and 0 that Bellator just signed. Uh he is a lightweight. Um I haven't watched any of his fights so I, I can't really tell you if he's good, you know one way or another but uh, just, just something to keep an eye on um, also in terms of signings uh, Benson Henderson signed a new long term deal with Bellator so I guess it's kind of seeming like that's probably where his career is probably going to end at so he signed a long term deal with them um, oh, meant to mention this earlier Kron uh, Gracie who was formerly with Ryzen it is rumored that the UFC is looking to sign him and book him on a fight for UFC 233 don't know if they had an opponent in mind but it uh, looks like that may be happening
1: like I'm and, not against the signing there but like i going to fight like once a year at most Like, he does not seem to like MMA like just hearing him talk about it it's like he just does it because he just wants to prove jiu is the best
0: I don't know maybe maybe the UFC got tired of Bellator snagging up all the greasy's <laughs> <laughs> they had to go get one.
1: I mean, they 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 snag up all the Gracies that are like I even, I can't even call them bad because the Gracies before them weren't even that much better. Oh man! Shout to Roger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Leave but, Roger out of this. <laughs>
1: but like I, like Kron, Kron has the best win a Gracie's gotten in a long time. Be be Kawajiri.
0: I don't know. May- maybe I was going to say maybe the UFC will it's aspire him to compete more. Who who knows, but maybe
1: just I don't, I don't know. But where where the hell has he
0: been? I don't know. <laughs> he hasn't been on a rising card in like 2 years. Yeah, it's been it's been a while, man. Cron cron been chilling. Well, wh- whatever he does in his spare time. it has not been fighting. Or he's not stuff. in the ring. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu stuff. Just like like surfing. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's he's been doing everything not fighting, but you know that that looks like it's, it's gonna be a thing. Um, and one one of the more flashy headlines, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but <laughs> I, I, I I'm mad that I, of all the headlines, this is the one I chose to deep dive into. So um, uh, everybody's favorite fighter, Cody McKenzie. You know he he's still out here. Yeah. Um, the goat, Co- <laughs> the, the, the true goat. The man with the best shorts in the business. Um, so he was suspended four years from the uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission um, because he refused to take a drug test after he submitted a fake urine sample. <laughs> <laughs> Power move. And that's that's not even the craziest part of this story. There's more. So <laughs> so I, I saw the suspension headline like early that morning later in the day I get a follow up to this story so in, in addition to this suspension uh, M- Mr. Cody McKenzie's firing back and he is accusing um one of the uh, I I guess you would call him like one of the athletic like commission people I, I don't I don't know I guess wh- whatever they call the people who come to your house and make you do the test th- th- those guys um he's accusing one of these officials of sexual harassment um <laughs> and- this story and i didn't write the story down i just remember it because it was wild so according to uh, mckenzie um they were trying to get him to piss in the cup he's he's not trying to piss in the cup he's warming up for his fight and according to him like his fight was in like 5 minutes they're trying to get him to piss in the cup he's like no i'm warming up for my fight i'm i'm not i'm not doing that and apparently the uh the official uh, gentleman uh, I, I guess he felt the need to demonstrate, um, <laughs> he felt the need to demonstrate, um, how one needs to piss in a cup. Uh, so in, in Cody's side of the story, this gentleman, uh, he whipped out his junk, uh, and he told him, listen, you need to do it like this. And he held his junk. And I don't remember reading if he actually peed in the cup or he just went through the motion um but the 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 moral of the story is he whipped out uh, his junk in front of cody and cody in turn told him hey dude you can't do that that sexual harassment something something so on so forth there have been complaints going back and forth I, i don't know if like he actually sued them or is pursuing a case for this but um yeah another day in the life of cody mckenzie um I saw that headline and I I was (laughs) I I hope that guy didn't really take out his junk because that's just (laughs)
1: in a room
0: in a room with Cody McKenzie you should not be the wildest person right (laughs) I don't even know what to say
1: on the one hand it's not funny but on the other hand it's the funniest thing. <laughs> <I can't laughs> time. Like, if that really happened, and it's and, like, and, and Corey, uh, like Corey Mackenzie is like totally the type of person who would make a PS story like that, but it's also too crazy to not be true. So,
0: uh, yeah, I, I couldn't fully dismiss it. I, like, I, I can't
1: is, be. I is... can't be dismissive of it. I
0: can't. You're right. It, like, like this is this is MMA. This this would happen in the sport.
1: Like I could totally see someone from the Nevada State Athletic Commission just whipping out their dick and just being like, "This is how you pee in a cup." <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, uh, it's Cody McKenzie. Yeah. Like, if it happens to him, I I hope he gets whatever form of justice.
0: Yeah, whatever Justice 1 would get from... From such a situation.
1: Because, you know, that's wrong. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's, it's just
1: weird. Gu- like, guys, guys, guys. Like, guy, all the guys listening to the show out there, don't whip your dick out at people.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's well, just well, a weird... That's just a weird go-to move. <laughs> Like that, if that is the first thing you think of to do, something is really wrong with you. Like, like you need you need help.
1: Like if you're doing that, like there's th- something tells me you've done it before. Right. Either that or like you're like it's your first day on the job, and and like I want like who who from the like who did the commission send? Did they do they just like hire people?
0: Yeah, that that I don't know that. uh...
1: Like, do they have a company that they work with who goes and, like, does I would work imagine
0: out? it has to be, like, a company. Because I'd imagine it's probably the same, like, batch of people who see these fighters. But then that makes it worse, because if he just whips his junk out, that means you've definitely done this
1: before. Like, if it's just some, like, sleazy fly-by-night, like, drug-take... Uh, not drug-taking, um, like, blood-taking company or piss... Like... Like like um God what I don't remember what the people who took my what uh test for my job was um, but like if it's one of those co- companies and they, they just like hire whoever, like you, all you have to do is like fill out a form and you can go and like collect piss samples like I can totally believe it. If it's actually if it's like, fucking what's his name um the Nevada <laughs> Athletic commissioner, is like in your dressing room whipping out his dick, going like. This is how you pee in a cup. It's not fucking hard. Uh, then, then, then maybe, then maybe I, I see a little bit more fault with his story. Then again, I don't know what the athletic commissioner is like. So maybe he's that crazy. It's Nevada.
0: Who, 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 who knows? I almost don't want to get to the bottom of that story. That, but, um. So either way, he suspended four years. I don't think that's being overturned. So. I mean,
1: like he's. Do you think that would stop Cody McKenzie? No, nah. he's going to be fighting in like a barn. Yeah. <laughs> like the i uh, like my my initial reaction was, yeah, of course he didn't show up. He was on this freaking like fishing boat where he's on where he lives on for like four months out of the year, just like hunting for like crabs and trout and shit in the wow. Arctic Sea.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Cody Cody McKenzie. But that that was a story that happened. It, uh, it,
1: it it sucks the further away we move away from that era of MMA where literally anybody could do it. Because we're moving farther away from the people like Cody <laughs> McKenzie.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like a guy like him they'll they'll always be in this sport in some way, shape or fashion. They're too
1: like, you, you see, we go from, like, one overachiever who is just... Uh, what's the nicest way to describe Cody McKenzie? I was going to say backwards, but that's just, that's just too mean. <laughs> let's, just, let's just say a rare type like Cody McKenzie to somebody like uh, who, an overachiever like Neil Magny, who's just kind of bland. He's just a hard worker. Cody McKenzie just said like, a gimmick.
0: Hey, man. What, whatever works. Whatever keeps the checks coming in. <laughs> Cody will end up in Rising somewhere.
1: Just go fight in Russia.
0: Yeah. Bring your shorts with you. Keep the tag on. Just um, go fight.
1: Oh, you can go You can fight Sage Northcutt. There we go. Sage Northcutt needs up on it.
0: The impurity that Sage would be in, exposed to. <laughs> like. The, oh
1: my god like it'd be like it, it, remember the our discussion about how like a Nick Diaz J's North Cup fight would like the build up
0: would be like oh this this would be that, this
1: would be like that but
0: it's steroids <laughs> that that weigh in stare down would be crazy this <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I hope the majority of you out there know who Cody McKenzie is. If you don't, do do your MMA homework. You missed. Yeah. You missed the. Uh, I can't really call it an era, but <laughs> it, it it was an era.
1: <laughs> there will never be another fighter in the UFC like Cody McKenzie, right. for better and for worse. All
0: right, go 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 go! Relive one of the greatest uh, great greatest personalities this this sport has come in contact with. <laughs> Um, it, just
1: existences. Like, dude's a meme.
0: Yes, he is. he is the the walking. De- oh, he wasn't actually. He was, literally he wasn't meme.
1: He well, is a he walking, was,
0: Oh, he was a he was a gif. He he was a gif. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you look up the Cody McKenzie gif, you'll realize what Cody McKenzie. I forgot that he was a gif. He was He was one of the most popular gifts at the time. Um, yeah. Cody left his stamp on this sport, man. <laughs> and it wasn't because of fighting. <laughs> Or, kind of, was he had an epic highlight reel that he was on the bad end of? But
1: that, those little lights are crazy, <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Just go, go look up Cody McKenzie. But, uh, last bit of news, and I'm not even going to expound on this too much because we, uh, we've dug enough with this story. But apparently, the Floyd Mayweather and uh, Tension Nasukawa bout is back on. Um, so allegedly, from the little bits and pieces that I've seen and heard, uh, some of this news, excuse me, I've heard from Floyd. Other I've heard or just or read on like random websites. Um, so this alleged bout that will allegedly take place at some point, um, it'll be an exhibition match. Uh, knockouts are allowed. Uh, no matter who wins or there won't technically be a winner or a loser because there's no. This isn't counting on anybody's record. Um, uh, it'll probably be in a crowd of, of rich people. It's, I I would imagine like uh, God, what's that karate karate combat? That that's how I'm picturing it in my head. Like karate combat, but probably in like a ring.
1: No, somewhere. it's gonna be on New Year's Eve.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be on the rising thing. Yeah,
1: it's amazing because it's not gonna be like. I was gonna say how much do you think Ryzen would pay Floyd to take a dive, but
0: yeah, but there's no dive. To, I mean, he's getting paid to, for the appearance, but you know, yeah, there's, there's no winner or loser. And I think according to Floyd, this will be a three round exhibition, yep. and it will be boxing rules. So no, no, no rolling thunders and less uh, tension, feeling froggy.
1: And again, <laughs> like what, what, what is anybody gonna do? Because there's no athletic commission to stop him. Like nah. the uh, um, well. I guess there's a boxing Athlete commission, but I don't think they have to get the fight regulated if it's an exhibition. So,
0: oh, hey, man, attention if you're feeling froggy. Do it. <laughs> you get you get tired of that bobbing and weaving out there. You know,
1: go and become a legend. I'm, j- I'm just go. saying,
0: you'll definitely be on ESPN.
1: ESPN, New York Times. Yeah,
0: it'll 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 all work out for you. You'll you'll live in eternity forever. On
1: Instagram,
0: <laughs> that'll be a meme. <laughs> but um yeah, that's that's all the news and uh and, and notes for the week. <clears throat> and, and combat sports at its finest. just fight announcements, piss tests failing and people whipping their junk out and exhibition fights. This is uh
1: I'm glad you wrote that one down cuz I completely forgot about the Gordon McKenzie story.
0: Oh no, I I I was I I was keeping track of this like it was a Netflix series. <laughs> I was on this story.
1: Clay McKenzie should sell his story to somebody who's going to make a good TV show out of it.
0: He could get like a little five-episode miniseries.
1: Dude, it'd be compelling as hell. Like, the UFC would just be like one episode.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know
1: what he's been doing since then, but he's still here. I mean, dude, like, he's been on the boat. That's not a like he, <laughs> he is a professional, like, seaman. He goes out to sea for 6 months of the year to go like crab fishing.
0: Uh, a legend. <laughs> a true legend. Huh. But uh yeah, that's 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 the news and notes for the week. Um so there actually were uh moving on. There were, there were a host of fights that uh went down uh this basically like from Friday all the way up until this uh the end of this weekend. So we'll, we'll briefly touch on a few of these and then we'll we'll head over onto UFC Argentina. But uh, let's make our little little first pit stop. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of Bellator real quick. Uh, Bellator 209 went down on the 16th. I want to say the thing of Saturday. Well, no, Friday. Friday night. And
1: on, they on went tape. down on Thursday.
0: Yeah. The, and yeah. In the real world, it went down on Thursday, like in real time. Uh, on the zone tape delay. It went down the following day, so we have tape delay fights in two thousand and eighteen. That's that's the thing. Because Bellator
1: never learns.
0: Yeah. You, know, <clears throat> you thought you were paying for the zone to get real live, you know.
1: Yeah. The the mess up part is this card probably would have got like, like maybe not like mainstream buzz, but like MMA. Like uh, they, there would have been like a lot more MMA people talking about it on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that which Bellator kind of needs because they just, they need to activate like the hardcore fans but like Davis lost Cindy Dandwell lost um they had a really great main event that went all five rounds like if this had been live like there would have been a little bit of buzz and there would have been like a ratings peak at the end because there would have been people talking about it but yeah yeah and Baby I... Fedor was on the card damn it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, the the tape delay turned a lot of people off, me included. I when I found out this was on tape delay, I literally only went back to watch the main event. And just didn't care to watch the rest of the card. You missed um, the but, two
1: biggest wins in Israeli MMA history. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll go back at some point. I don't know. Ryan Couture being a co-main didn't. uh
1: you mean Hold Ryan up. Couture fighting Ryan... a man the age of his father didn't interest you?
0: Hold on. So Ryan Couture co headlined over Phil Davis and Nemco?
1: <laughs> well, technically, uh, what's his name? Haim Gavazali co main evented over Phil Davis and Vadim Nemkov.
0: Jesus. Nemco. Ooh, hmm. I would be offended.
1: I um, mean, that, that's to whoever is paying Bellator to go to Israel for you.
0: Jesus. That
1: man is forty five years old. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't that kidding. He's Randy Couture age.
0: That is, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that meant the main event, though. Uh, Patricio Pitbull, Manuel Sanchez. I, I was really hyped for this fight, man. Um, on paper, this is definitely one of the better fights you'll ever see from Bellator. Um, it, it was really interesting because if you've been paying attention to Sanchez, he's. Been on a nice little tear as of late. He's gotten some of the best wins of his career as of recent. Um, and he was just looking, like, to be that next guy, that new face um, at featherweight uh, to to interrupt the patty-cake belt switching <laughs> that had been going on for a while. Yeah,
1: he still might be.
0: Yeah, still, it still could be. Um, uh, as Antico mentioned earlier, the fight did go all five rounds. Um, I mean, Sanchez lost, but not for lack of effort. Like he was going for it, man. He he was bringing the fight. He he was trying. But at the at the end of the day, I, I think Patricio solidified that he's just he he's a legit <laughs> top featherweight. Um just more experienced, um stronger, hits harder. Dude is a a, a tank at featherweight. Um Yeah man, He... Sanchez gave it everything he got but I just think Patricio was just he's just Patricio man like dude is he he's legit and with this win he is the all time um oh God, what, what was the record again?
1: Uh, winning as Bellator fighter?
0: yeah I think at, at 16 like eight, uh, it's like eight,
1: 16, 17, or 18 something like yeah. that
0: so that's, that's kind of wild but it's wild but not if you think about it because Patricio has just He's been a wrecking shop for a long time, man. Dude is
1: almost a decade. He's been uh Bellator since like two thousand and
0: ten. Yeah. And he's just been he's been on a lot of great fights. He's had a lot of great performances. This this dude is he's been one of Bellator's like all time greatest fighters. Um Dude dude dude's an animal, man. He he is legit. He like I said, Sanchez was was making the fight competitive, but Patricio just he was just Patricio. He gave him too much to handle. <laughs> um, yeah, man. But really, really good performance from uh, from from Pitbull. Um, and for manual tough loss. But you know, I think his only losses his his only losses have been to like pretty much like elite competition um, in yeah. terms of Bellator.
1: Yeah, he lost a split decision to Weichel. He lost um, a decision to Curran. Back when he was just getting in Bellator he only had like two fights with them um but like yeah he, he's he's basically only come into his own really over the past like two years like 2017 yeah. when he beat Georgia Karakhanian and just kept winning from there so like it, like he's still got some he's still got another title shot or two in him yeah especially in in the division where like there's only a handful of fighters coming up at a time like Realistically, past um, past Sanchez and it's like Corrales and uh, AJ McKee and that's it.
0: Yeah, uh, I would imagine I would, I would imagine him. Yeah, M- M- McKee probably will be well next up, depending on what they do with him. Yet, but yeah, Sanchez will definitely be back in the title shot. I would imagine somewhere in the future. Um, he, he dude to still really talented, still time to get better. Like I said, he's kind of just now hitting his stride, but uh. Run, running into pit bull is no it's no easy task uh you're hitting your stride and that's what's waiting for you at the other end you No, know, the best of luck to you yeah seriously <laughs>
1: if, if uh if you're an MMA fan and you haven't been following Pitbull's career like go back and watch his fight his first and second fight with Pat Curran um mo uh, was like his second and third fight with Daniel Strauss or was that his fourth? Oh. man
0: they yeah. <laughs> go watch I his must.
1: yeah like his second third and fourth fight with daniel strauss um uh his fight his fights with daniel weichel his uh yeah just like those fights and um his fight with henry kraus like he, he's fun he's really good he's probably a bantamweight if we're being real so like because he's like five five um like he is the best fighter Bellator has ever kept in house. I'm I'm gonna just go out and say he's better than Hector Lombard, um, ben, ben Askren left so, and and his resume is better than Askren. So. so, do it that way you will.
0: I just want him to fight Chandler before it's all said and done.
1: I mean so I, like, I don't know why they don't do that fight.
0: Yeah that that should, that just needs to be a thing.
1: Other than you know, Chandler doesn't have the belt right this very second.
0: Eh, who cares about belts anymore? Well, well, we'll see. The the Brent Primus fight that'll allegedly happen. I think that's next month, actually. That'll that'll be the thing. Maybe 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 they can make that. That'll that'll be like a super fight or something. Like
1: Brent Primus kicks Chandler and Chandler just breaks a finger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see, but um. Yeah, so if you go back and watch anything from Bellator, definitely watch that fight, man. Um, and you know, respect to Pitbull, man, breaking records. Dude's been just wrecking shop for a long time, and he just he hasn't stopped. <laughs> he, he he's just he's still out there consistently, just being great. Um, I think you watch more of this card than I did, so I don't, I don't know if there are any other performances you want to highlight.
1: Um, I. I completely tuned out Ryan Couture versus Haim Ghazali in favor watching, uh, or uh, investing my attention in in Invicta, but I watched the first three fights on this card. Um, uh, next fight down after the co-main event between Couture and Ghazali, just for record, Couture won it, um, by decision. Uh, Vadim Nevkov took a split decision over Phil Davis, establishing himself basically as a top five-way heavyweight. Which feels like it should be bigger news than it is. Like, if this had happened in the UFC, the like the the, the talk around it would be non-stop. Like, but it happened on a tape-delayed Bellator card in
0: Israel. Yeah, that, that tape delay really screwed them over. Well, yeah, they screwed themselves over, but...
1: <laughs> I mean, short-term... Like, they, they screwed themselves over short-term and long-term here. Or maybe just long-term. I don't know how much they get paid to go to Israel. But, um, yeah, Nemkov won a slow kickboxing match with Phil Davis, which Phil Davis has gotten away with having and winning for years now. Um, Davis kind of came alive in the third round, got the takedown, was, like, hunting for submissions. But for the two first two and a half rounds, he was pretty content to just, like, kickbox with Nemkov. And he did, he did crack Nemkov a couple times with those, like, ugly winging overhand rights that he likes to throw. But, um, for the most part, Nemkov really got to him with the leg kicks, which we'll talk about a lot more later. But, um, yeah, he he did a really good job of just, you know, picking his shots wisely, uh, throwing in combination when Phil Davis was just looking for, like, one-offs and power kicks and that that really nice, like, hook punch he likes to throw while stepping back. But uh, Nemkov did enough to take it on two of the judges' scorecards and... I, if they had given this fight to Davis I wouldn't I wouldn't have been angry. Mostly just disappointed in Davis, but and it was it, it was an okayish fight that has really big implications for light heavyweight. So, joust to Vadim Nemkov. um at Women's Featherweight. It, it, it was a really important night for Women's Featherweight. Olga Olga Rubin, uh took a decision win over Cindy Dandua, Um like we laugh at Cindy Dandois because she's a comically bad striker. But she she's found ways to win fights at one hundred forty five and above. She's a ridiculously good submission artist, um and grappler. So but uh it didn't matter here because Olga Rubin beat the crap out of her. Uh, dropped her at the end of the second round, and I, I honestly thought Dandow was out, but she managed to battle through it. Um, yeah, she like Olga like Featherweight has women's featherweight has this problem where like it has a bunch of fighters who don't look like they're actually fighters, and I, I, like I don't mean like aesthetically, I mean like when they fight, like they they kind of look like hobbyists. O- Ogle Rubin looked like an athlete who like, was actually like studied and she came prepared for Cindy Dantua. So that was refreshing. And like I said, it was the biggest win in Israeli MMA history. Um, and lastly, Adam Koresh uh, knocked out Baby Fedor. He got slammed, got back up, and then proceeded to head kick Baby Fedor and then knock mm-hmm. him out. So Fedor's guys went one for one on this card. Or one and one on this card. I mean that's, um, that's a big win, if you're a heavyweight, and that was only his third fight. Like I, I don't know if Karush has like a background or anything else.
0: I feel like I why do I I feel like I remember Baby Fedor and I don't at the same
1: time. Uh, Kirill,
0: uh, Sidil uh, oh God. Yeah, I'm looking at his name Sidorlinkov,
1: Sidorlinkov. Um, he is a former world champion combo uh, combat sambo guy. Um. He fought at the Infliction card way way back. Um, Day of Reckoning. He fought Paul uh, Bontello. Uh He uh, uh, he fought Sergey Pavlov, uh, Pavlovich back in at Fight Night 79. Um, I'm trying to think where else. Like oh, he was he fought on like the first two Rising cards I think, or at least the very first Rising card. The one with Fedor on it. So like
0: make what uh, Fighting was it Ishii? Was that Rising?
1: That first one I th- I believe it was the one where he fought um, let me make sure yeah it was uh Jadeep Singh. Oh okay. Yeah it was that one, so yeah um, yeah no like baby for Fedor was like a guy who uh, you know because of his association with Fedor and because he was a combat sambo guy like, people always were waiting for him to like break through. But like he kept being stopped by like doctors, because he just cuts like a bitch, <laughs> which is really like like he didn't get ups- he didn't get like knocked out knocked out until um he fought Pavlovich in 2017, but that was like a decade after he stopped fighting or at least trying to be like a real MMA fighter.
0: He's just on a streak of uh. A, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, basically. Hey man, that's uh. I mean, it's it's,
1: it's that's yeah. You got to have all of the intangibles, and he just he he just doesn't have the skin for it. Like literally.
0: Oh, well, MMA man, it's cruel. <laughs> it's like, cruel and this dude's still thirty. Like he,
1: like in theory, like if he could get his game together, you know, he could be somebody. But. Heavyweight is not built for guys who cut open either because
0: you're going to get hit. Yeah. And dudes hit really hard. That too. Yeah. But, uh, that was, uh, Bellator 209. Um, moving on to other MMA happenings. Uh, one championship had a card. Bright and early Saturday morning. Uh, one championship 84. I don't know if they named this one. Probably has something to do with a heart and a tiger. <laughs> or a Warrior a oh, Warrior's Dream that's what it was called <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew it <laughs> one of those three was in there <laughs> but um <Blink-o-blink>. uh, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to um, watch a lot of this card because I was at work and actually had a lot of work it was a little busier than normal on Saturday so I couldn't pay attention to this card as much as I wanted to Um, But the two fights that I was mainly interested in, um, I will mention the main event, which honestly I didn't really care about, but I only watched it because it was a title fight. Um, Now that uh, Ben Askren is in one championship, uh, of course his title was vacated. uh, So to fight for his vacated welterweight title was uh, Sebastian Kadistam and Tyler Maguire. Um, Like I said, I was like half watching this fight. Um, so I can't remember specifics other than, uh, Sebastian KO'd him very late into the fifth round. Um, not at the last second, but there was only like 20 seconds left and, uh, he got a KO over McGuire. So now he is the new welterweight champion. Um, and the other fight, really the, the one fight that I really cared to see, uh, Nikki Holskin, uh, former glory welterweight champion uh, made his way over to one championship for his debut over there in the kickboxing match. Uh, he fought Cosmo, uh, Alexandre and he put a clinic, uh, <laughs> he beat the bricks off of Cosmo and capped off his performance, uh, with the uppercut that just sent Cosmo into the next, uh, lifetime. Um, it was a really good <laughs> performance capped off with a very violent uppercut. Um, Dope, dope to see Niki back in the win column. Um, if I remember correctly, like his last couple of Glory fights, cause he he fought Doombay. that didn't go his way. Um, I feel like his last couple of fights he's lost. I could be wrong, but I feel like he's he's been like a, a little bit of a skid um, lately. So it was just cool to see him back in the win column and in such an emphatic way. Um well, so... he was
1: boxing, right?
0: Oh yeah, he did box.
1: He did box. He fought, I forgot um... about that.
0: Yeah, he fought the, the the tall guy whose name I don't remember. <laughs> was not Smith? Was it? Ah, uh, it, it was a really simple. Thing. I cannot remember. But yeah, it yeah, I, I know what you're talking about because I, I watched that fight. Yeah, it was but, part um, of the World Boxing Super Series. Yeah, he fought uh
1: uh Kalen Smith, who won the yeah. middleweight uh super middleweight tournament.
0: So yeah, so Nick, nicky has been you know fighting hasn't been kind to him lately, so it was just good to see him back in the one column in such an emphatic way, um, but that's pretty much all I saw from that card, so I, I can't really comment on anything else, um, and the last uh, fight card, or fights that we'll, we'll get to before we get to UFC Argentina, um, over in Rise, Rise. Uh, what what card was it, Rise 129 was this, uh, rise, something. I want to say it was 129. Could be lying, but anywho, um, kickboxing fights, a lot of awesome fights. Really, only saw two of them. Uh, Tension Nasukawa headlined. Um, what is the gentleman for? I think his name was Naito. Yes. I want to say um, he put a clinic on Naito. It was very quick. It was brutal. It was violent. If you've seen any tension fights. Um, it was that <laughs> it was, he, he made very quick work, uh, of Naito. He got him out of there. I want to say within a round, just the, the dude's just, the dude's phenomenal, man. The dude, the dude is in, incredibly talented. Um, so he, he got, he got Naito out of here real quick. Um, and in the co-main event, I believe on that card, uh, was Rod Tang, the gentleman who, attention tension fought earlier this year. And what I have in probably not fight of the year, but it would definitely be like a it would be like a runner up. Um, Raw Tang fought uh, the guy's name was Yuki. Very entertaining fight. Raw Tang is a madman. He gets hit and he punches himself, and he he he's a showman. <laughs> he 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 is a showman. Um, and that that fight was just really violent, really fun uh tang ended up winning that fight. Go go check that out, man. That that Ra- Ra-Tang is a beast, man. That that dude is an animal. And actually quick side note, I think Tension's sister was on this card. Um I don't know if she won her fight, but she caught somebody with a spinning back kick. And she's only like 16. Um Her name is uh Riri Nasukawa. Um Yeah, I, d- I didn't look to see if she won her fight, but she definitely caught somebody with a spinning back kick. Uh straight to the face. Um. So Let's go go see. go watch uh some kickboxing, man. I think I think the event was Rise, 129. Um, like I said, go go watch Tension, man. Go watch Rod Tang. Um, if you follow us on Facebook, uh, on the Dojo Talk Podcast Facebook page, um, I posted the fights in the group so you can watch them. Um, for you guys who don't watch kickboxing, man, these these are two dudes you should definitely watch and keep an eye on, man. They're always entertaining, always have good fights. And I'm hoping that these two meet each other again in the future, cause the first fight was bananas, and I'm, I'm sure the second one, if, if they do it, will be just as crazy. Um, so yeah, that was a uh, Rise 129, and um. Uh, yeah. R- uh, Riri loss. Oh no. Oh. Boo. <laughs> Still caught somebody with a spinning back kick. That's 16. That's gotta feel pretty good. But, um, yeah, there, there were there were other combat sports. I think Cage Warriors had a card. they had, like their 99th card. Um, LFA had a card, but I'll save that for my uh, parting shots and shout outs. There, there was a lot of fights going on this
1: weekend. Invicta had a card.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah real quick. Uh, Felicia Spencer. I forgot because I actually did watch that. Well, like, I half watched it and she grappled her to death. From what I remember. She. I remember
1: so, like, she basically, like,. Kept throwing herself at Pam Sorensen after the first round. And it looked like in the second round she had completely gassed out. Which was hilarious to me. Um, but she kept going and got the uh, submission the fourth. So, shouts to her. The last, oh, uh, last two women okay. to win that belt are Megan Anderson and uh, Cy- Chris Cyborg. So, good company.
0: Yeah. And from what I remember, that was a pretty one sided. I think I don't know. I did have watches. Uh,
1: Sorensen Sorensen did her thing on the feet. Like she she was more than competitive, but like it, it was basically Felicia Spencer Cage wrestling Pam Sorensen until like they were forced to break it up.
0: I think she won by uh, was the rear neck choke. I think she yes. Yep. And also won that card because uh, I did uh, log logged on Fight Pass uh Mizuki Inoue was on the car I think she was the was she comain comain yeah she fought uh Vivian Pereira she looked really good lots of bobbing and weaving <laughs> going on she looked she she looked really solid um her her only she she had a nice little run going until she ran in a jandero um but you know no no shame in that loss that was also her but, coming
1: off of, back off an of ACL injury
0: yeah and that's a tough <laughs> Coming back from ACL is hard enough. Coming back and fighting Jandaroba is like,
1: yeah. After almost two years out, like,
0: yeah. That's that's, that's you, you can't even really be mad at that. Um, but not yet. Yeah, uh, Mizuki looked awesome. Glad glad to see her back in the win column. All, all, always rooting for her. Definitely a big fan of her. So, Where, where's her brother at? Where's he? Uh,
1: hey, what? He, Did he just fight? Get pulled from that fight. He was fighting at Flyway. I'm assuming he's out of a job now. Yeah, he just lost. Um, he fought Matt Snell at UFC fight. Oh in yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I say Jess, but that was like June. Yeah, but he's, okay, no, he's probably no, no, no. out of a job. So, because he was a 115 pounder who moved up to 125 to be in the UFC. Ah,
0: you know, what? I'll leave it alone. That'll be a whole nother discussion. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in the U.S. training with um his sister, so no. Right, hopefully he'll land somewhere. He definitely had some some talent, um. But yeah, th- those are all the other fights, uh, other organizations that went down. So definitely go give those a look, man. There's, there's always never a shortage of violence to watch. Um, but
1: right. uh, just real quick before we move off of Victor, um, if, if you guys didn't see it, go watch the Julia Avila, um, Julia Villa. Alexa Connor's fight, um, it was pretty one-sided, but Avila looked amazing. Um, she's the woman who beat um, Marion Renault and Nico Montano before they both got to the UFC. Um, she lost her first Invicta fight because she got kicked in the hand and it dislocated or broke one of her fingers. And, she, and the referee, she, I, I think she motioned that she was trying to fix it and the referee called the fight. So, you know... Sucks... To, uh, sucks that was her first and only loss, but... She's definitely, like, UFC-quality women's weight, so... And she called out Sarah Kaufman, so... That might be next.
0: There you go. That division needs any excitement... <laughs> that didn't get... Um, but yeah, moving on... UFC uh, fight night, Things was 140. Uh, went down in Argentina... Headline by Santiago, ah, yeah. <laughs> Santiago Ponzinibbio and uh, Neil Magny. Um, yeah, we'll we'll just jump right into it. Um, poor Neil Magny had nothing for this fight. Um, if I'm being be, being honest, man. Like, what I mean, was the kn- point though? <laughs> like, you you kind of knew off jump from within like 30 seconds where this fight was going
1: like it just took a while to get there
0: yeah it just took a little bit to get there like it i i didn't think it was gonna go four rounds i thought the finish would have came quicker but you know it, it happened but i mean straight out the gate ponzi puts the pressure on him magny spends pretty much the entire fight fighting backward against the cage trying to circle around not being able to get any offense off. Meanwhile, he's getting hit, getting jabbed, getting caught with right hands, getting his leg kicked until he just can barely stand anymore. This just repeats for four rounds. Um, Like, I I remember after the end of the first, after Magny, you know, clearly lost that round, he goes back to his corner and they're like, hey, man, you got to be first. Uh, You got to initiate, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Second round comes, he initiates for about 10-15 seconds, and then it goes back to regular. (laughs) It goes back to him, backing up, getting leg kicked, getting just hit with everything, and him just kind of circling out, and it just, he had, he just really didn't have any answer, and it was just like, he couldn't threaten Ponzinibbio with anything that would make Ponzinibbio hesitant, like. Yeah, he'll pump his jab out. He'll throw out a one-two. It's not really damaging anything. He'll throw a leg kick out. Not really damaging anything. He's not getting takedowns. Like, he just literally... He had no answer. There was nothing... (laughs) There was nothing he could pull out in his repertoire to even make Ponzinibbio, like, back up or stop. Like... So he just got punished the entire fight. And his legs took the brunt of that punishment. I'm pretty sure this morning, if he, he's not on crutches, he's definitely limping around. He just got abused. Neil, Neil Magny got abused for four rounds, and then to make to make it worse, man, the man, the the final blow that put him down, I didn't, I did, I did not anticipate a faceplant, and like he got he got cracked and faceplanted, and his head bounced off. I I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but Ponzi, uh, the Ponzi scheme worked. He beat the bricks off of Neil Magny, uh, this repeated for four rounds until Neil Magny eventually face-planted, and, um, yeah, Ponzi, he, uh, yeah, (laughs) he did, he did his thing. Wow, um,
1: no, I'm sorry, um, just reacting to some SummerSlam news. Or not some Survivor Series. Oh <laughs> uh, my God! Um, do you know Enzo Amore?
0: Uh, name's familiar.
1: So he's actually um, yeah, he, he's a former WWE wrestler, really famous. Like, he was really popular when he was in WWE because he could talk a lot. Really like he like. He was the short, loudmouth who got beat up, and then he would go and tag his partner, who was seven feet tall, and to come <laughs> clean, to clean up his mess. He always
0: be the guy like this. He's
1: actually my roommate. He was actually my brother's roommate's brother. Um, in college, and he got kicked out the uh, the WWE because he got caught uh, on like rape charges. Jesus. Yeah. Well, it turned, I I guess I don't remember the full story, but they turned out not to be true. So he showed he showed up at Survivor Series tonight in the in the front row and just got the whole crowd to cheer for him. And then the WWE had the um the um the security come and toss him out the arena. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man, it's probably worth it. I mean, you know, you beat you beat you beat the case. You come back. You try to get your standing no, or you got a standing no. Just Got tossed out for it. Yeah, uh, it's all worth it if the cameraman panned to you and they saw. Oh uh, no,
1: they they panned hard off him. I got the footage I saw was from some fan who took it.
0: Yeah,
1: sitting right next to him. They were eating. Oh, uh, dude, the is great at that type of shit. Like, some guy tries to hop into the ring, so the like when he does, they'll hard cut to like the corner of the ring he's not in. <laughs> But back to the Ponte Nibio fight, um, dude. From the like, from the moment they booked the fight, like we we knew what. Like I feel like we all knew that like Magny was there to lose. Um, just like he has a history of having trouble, like having trouble with guys who are good distance fighters who can kick the shit out of his legs. Um, like going back to like the Larkin fight. And that's what Pons did. He kicked the shell of his legs and then repeatedly hit him in the face. Um, there were some things he did that I did. Like, when he did get kicked down, um, like, when he would get kicked and would go to the mat, he would threaten Pons and Nibio by coming forward and, like, kicking him in the chest and the sternum and stuff, forcing him back into, like, the center of the ring, the cage. And that would, for- that would get him away from the cage where Pons was doing the most damage. The problem is when he would stand up, he would immediately fall back into the cage. Because one, he, that, he was using it to stand up because his leg was obviously just gone. And two, like he's just an outfighter. He's relying on the other guy to close distance for him. Um, I, know, I, I really like this main event because just like the story of both guys, like Pons did not come into the UFC like a really hot prospect. He came in as like, he was on like Tough Brazil, like not even Latin America. He was like a Tough Brazil contestant, and they just needed somebody to fight Ryan LaFleur, and he just never went away. And like Neil Magny is like an overachiever. Like I, I always feel bad saying that, but it's kind of just true because like we see, like we've seen him against guys who are like in their prime in the top ten, and then he goes in there and gets the crabby out right. of but like he'll he'll beat like a Hector Lombard, who in, who in like a world where Hector Lombard is a competent fighter, he finishes him in the first round, like he like he was on track to do before he gassed. or you know a past he'll beat like a past at Carlos Condit, but like RDA Lorenz Larkin, Damian Maya, and now Ponzanibio just kind of ran right through him with like little uh and like little coming back at him and like the only dude who could the only dude top 10 dude he beat was gaslam and that's because gaslam is hella short and he required like gaslam just needs to close distance and magny was able to use that to his advantage to get uh those body lock takedowns so like like from the minute they booked the fight i'm like okay they better hope magny doesn't fall off because that's like the perfect that's the that's the top 10 guy. If I'm trying to get Pons to be over in Argentina, that's the top 10 guy i book look him against because it makes him look like a stud. I um, know, like, a perfect performance from Ponds. Um What would you have thought if they had, like, stopped the fight after, like, the third round or something? Like, if... If... Uh, if um, Magny's corner had just been like, yeah, no, you're not going back out there.
0: I mean... <laughs> to be honest... I don't think you could have been bad. His his leg at that point was just barely functional. Like he he wasn't he wasn't showing you anything that made you think oh he can turn this around. Right. Like literally like all of the rounds were just repeats of what had already happened and they just got worse. And there was no there, it was just nothing. I, I saw nothing from Magny that made me say oh well maybe if he keeps doing that it'll work. It was just his most effective strike was an accidental headbutt. <laughs> that, 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 that caused a cut on Ponzi's eye. And I'm not even trying to be mean, but literally, that, that's like the most damaging thing he did the entire fight was an accidental headbutt. Um, Yeah, this this was just a one-sided, you know... Ponzi just did everything you would want your fighter to do. He just... He he stuck to the game plan. He kept pushing forward, and Magni was Magny was just from the moment the fight started was just surviving. And I don't know what happened to his eye, because uh, like Ponzi had jabbed him, and he was messing with his eye like the entire fight. Yeah. So I, I hope his eye is good, cause like it, he he was literally pawing at his eye the entire fight, like trying to wipe it off or you know whatever. But I I hope his eye is good, cause it was bothering him literally the entire night. But, yeah, Ponzi, uh, he put the, the hands and feet. Uh, he, he gave he gave Magny uh, all he could handle. Um, just
1: watching Magny, like, faceplant, because he just doesn't have, like, the strength in his leg. Just to, to, like, brace himself for the fall was really sad.
0: Yeah, he just, like, he just fell over. Right. Like, it wasn't
1: even, like, a faceplant. It was just, like, a complete collapse.
0: Right. Yeah, that, that's a rough um, that's a rough way to go out yeah. but uh, <laughs> shout outs to Ponzi man what, like, main was, event
1: when was the last time um, like a card that was built entirely around one fighter like debuting in their home country went this well for the UFC cause they tried to do it in Sweden and
0: no, <laughs> that didn't. Yeah, <laughs> that did not work. <laughs> that did not work at all. Yeah, yeah, man. These these Argentinian dudes showed out. They uh, they held it down. But not not much else to discuss on the main event. It was a lopsided beating for four rounds. Um, and up until the faceplant. Uh,
1: it was probably Whittaker Brunson. That's the only one I can think
0: of. I just like yeah, those Swedes. Yeah, those Swedes are probably begging for a redo. I mean, That was. <laughs>
1: they might have a champion by the end of the year if he stays healthy.
0: It's yeah. a lot to bet on. Yeah. I yeah, I'm rooting for him. I mean, there's
1: every, like we still have a month. There's every chance John Jones fucks up his life again.
0: Yeah, are plenty of things he can crash into. <laughs> John, I hope you come back, but listen, I mean, man. Like,
1: New Mexico is basically one giant desert,
0: right? Oh, man. Like, uh, John will find something to run into. Just run into a cactus. <laughs> He's just like, it
1: came out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: Oh, John, John. Hope, hope you, hope you're doing well, man. I hope, hope you're doing all right. Hope you're staying out of trouble. But uh, that, that was the main event. Shout out to man. He, 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 held it down. Um, moving on. Co-main event. Ricardo Lamas, and Darren Elkins, and his tattoo. Um, the damage, indeed. Yeah. It was. There was definitely damage dealt. Um, not the way Elkins wanted it to go, but it happened. Um, I mean, Elkins, uh, from what I remember, his first round was pretty solid. Like, he got some... I, I think <laughs> I think the one thing I realized this fight, probably about a minute or two in, like, Darren Elkins did things okay in the first round. Like, I, I remember him getting some takedowns. Um, his striking has improved, but it's still, you know, it's it's He's still, a, like,
1: not an athlete.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's... <laughs> It's like it's competent, but it's it's not. You know, you're not you're not shaking in your boots at a, at, a, at an overhand from Elkins. Like unless you
1: are literally just standing right in front of Darren Elkins, like you you got something to worry about. Like if you're Dennis Bermudez, who literally doesn't know anything, but just run straight at your opponent, <laughs> like you have problems. But if you're Ricardo Lamas, who seems to understand, just like okay, not only can you move forward, you can also move backwards and to the side All you, right. you, you should do pretty well in the feet with Elkins
0: yeah and the, the thing with this fight I realized a couple minutes in even after like Elkins would get takedowns and have dominant positions it was kind of like Lamas can do everything you can do yeah and he's athletic and he's stronger he hits harder his technique is better at some point <laughs> this might not go well for you and Like I said, I remember Elkins having a pretty solid first round, but after that, man, it was was all downhill from there, man. Mm -hmm. Like, Lamas clearly won exchanges on the feet, just better technique, hits harder, started getting the leg kicks going. Um, Like, it it sounds mean to say, but, like, watching those, like,
1: those exchanges in the second and, like, beginning of the third round on the feet, like, it looked like, i fighting like not even an amateur, just like some dude, like some dude who rolled up at the gym. Because like <laughs> he was so much faster, like he was in the pocket and out of the pocket, and Elkins would miss by like three feet. It was crazy.
0: He looked really comfortable. Yeah, like he he had no he had no fear that like he knew nothing wrong, nothing bad was gonna happen to him. He just needed to pick his shots, wait for his opportunities, and it, it would come. And, man, in the second round, he started hitting Elkins with ground and pound. His face starts, you know, there, there's blood going down to the damage tattoo. He's bleeding all over the place. got
1: to stick with the brand, man. <laughs> yeah. You
0: got the
1: gimmick, you, you got to roll with it. <laughs> and
0: then in the third round, it just got worse. <laughs> like, there was just more damage being dealt out, not in Elkins' favor. Um, Man, and I wasn't even mad at the stoppage. Like, he ate. He, he ate some ground and pound, he got elbowed a couple of times, and it just, you, you could look and say it was an early stoppage, but at the same time, like, kind of like the Magni fight, you kind of look at Elkins, and it, it's, like, up to this point, or it, in, in these last two rounds, it's like, I don't really see anything from you that makes me think this fight is gonna go But my really Yeah, like my whole and, thing
1: is, like, okay, you have, like, what, a minute and a half, two minutes left there's nothing that suggests you're going to stop getting your ass beat yeah what's the point
0: yeah so we, we might as well just save, save you some time you live to fight another day right like, do, like
1: know, know the fighter who's in the who's in the cage you know what i mean like yeah. elkin has one not like one or two knockouts in the ufc and one was over like antonio Carvalho. And was which was, like, a straight-up, like, I, we, were in, we we're striking, and I'm going to actually knock you out, knock you out, knock out. And the other was then uh Mursad Bectic just getting grapple-happy, falling, and uh then Elkin kicking him as he stood up. Like, Elkin's Elk not out here, like, knocking dudes' heads off like he's Chad Mendes or
0: something.
1: Yeah. And go, just going back real quick, like, Neil Magny, like, you stop the fight in the third round because like you know Magny's not a one punch guy and he has one he's only standing on one leg so what can he really do? Like so he, he only has one leg to actually throw from. Like, you know, know your guy.
0: Yeah. But luckily man the ref got him out of there. Say saved Saved everybody, you know. He did. He doesn't take any more unnecessary damage. He lives to fight another day.
1: Yeah, this was like, like what, he, Elkins loses nothing. Yeah, he was shown mercy. He was shown mercy.
0: This was a fight where
1: he was not supposed to win, he did. It. So, which, which
0: seems? Is- <laughs> seems- <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this. Is- this is for the punishment for him beating Bectic. This is. <laughs> <laughs> like they tried this to punish just...
1: him with Bermudez and Johnson, it didn't work. So, effort. So we're going to bring in the heavy artillery now.
0: Yeah. Don't don't be surprised. Next fight is Elkins and uh, I don't know. Aldo, Yikes. Rodriguez <laughs> next. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not going to get any better. It's a beat. Ooh. Ooh. I mean,
1: there are fourteen and fifteen.
0: Yeah. That could work.
1: I mean it would be the hardest fight the beats had to date in terms of just like style matchup, like somebody who's just never gonna go away.
0: Boy, if Elkins somehow beats the beat and one of those grind him out. Oh my god. (laughs) (sighs) The outrage. That's how you
1: get that's how you get your heat back, brother.
0: That tattoo is going to glow. <laughs> that tattoo is <was> going to glow. <laughs> if he was to somehow beat the beat. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout-outs to Ricardo Lamas, man. Pretty... Pretty flawless performance, man. He he went in there. He he handled business uh, as as he most often does. Like
1: we forget Ricardo Lamas. Like when he wants to, so he's the most violent man at featherweight. Yeah, he can be. It's there. Like what he did to Jason Knight. What he did to yeah. him, oh my god, who was it? Uh, to D- Dennis Bermudez, but before that, um, it wasn't Cub. Was it Matt Grice? Who am I thinking of?
0: No, Grice Grace uh, Did he fight Grice? I thought Grice Ford for
1: Yeah, he did fight Grice, but um, I'm trying to... I think it was Coke. Eric Coke. Oh, Eric Coke. Where on Fox, where, like, he just, like, Coke is winning, and then, like, he reverses position or gets a sweep or something, gets on top, and then just proceeds to elbow the crap out of Coke <laughs> until his head just explodes with blood. Man. but like, he just ruined his eye. <laughs>
0: Like, if you're a Jason Knight fan, you can thank Llamas for pretty much shutting his career down at this point. He's never been the same after that. Yeah, One fight can just... Well, speaking of uh, performances and uh, putting stops, (laughs) 205 gave us a nice little surprise. Um, Johnny Walker... (laughs) Makes his uh, UFC debut against Khalil Roundtree. Um,
1: so I looked actually looked it up, and his name actually is Johnny Walker.
0: Yeah, see, now I was weird about that too because he 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 was born ball- he was he's from Brazil, right? Yes. Allegedly, he's from Brazil. He
1: is from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, but he fights Johnny... out of England.
0: Mm. which. That's, that's where the Johnny Walker comes from.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going
0: to... Uh, come on. <laughs> yeah, because I was looking at the name and the accent. I was like, something's not something's not adding up here. But anywho... I mean, it uh, worked the
1: other way around. When they sent the British dude to... to freaking Brazil, it worked. So, and I sent the Brazilian dude to England. You'd be like the reverse Darren until
0: Well, he, uh... Johnny Walker showed up. He came, he saw, and he killed. Um <laughs> I knew Roundtree was in trouble when he hit Walker with a leg kick. <laughs> Walker did that little fake <laughs> ouch that hurt, but he was just like mocking him. I was like, Oh this guy's with the smoke. He's crazy. You don't <laughs> You don't Roundtree, this is not gonna end well. You don't want this. And uh I mean Walt Walker spent a lot of the fight, you know, wide stance you know, kind of just bouncing around fainting, just kinda kind of bouncing around, not doing a ton, but when he decided to strike it was it was over, like I think he had caught uh Khalil with a head kick, caught him with a one two, backed him up, grabbed the caught him with a nice uh short elbow, yeah uh that I'm pretty sure probably stunned round the tree they clinched <laughs> they 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 walked walker walked him around the cage. But with a pretty nice clinch. He lands a second elbow that sounded like somebody shot a shotgun. Like, that <laughs> was a really loud elbow. And Roundtree just dies after the elbow. And then he's ground and pound to, to add insult to injury. Um, and that's it, man. Like, that that elbow was just so... It was so clean and so simple, but just so violent at the same time. Because it's not like when Roundtree got hit with the elbow, like his head rocked back, or you just heard this really loud thud, and then Roundtree just collapsed. Yeah, And it, it was just over.
1: Something tells me cool, Roundtree's never been in a, dou- a double collar tie before. Because, like... He's too big and too strong to be walked backwards the way Johnny Walker walked backwards. Because <laughs> he hit him with the, the the first elbow, and then they proceed to like walk like twelve feet backwards into the cage, where he proceeds to hit him with another elbow, and then he collapsed. So like a little, I, I blame him in this one a little bit more, uh, not more, like a little bit on Cleo Roundtree being really, really green. But just, like, a hella impressive performance from Johnny Walker. Like, I don't know what his background is. Like, if he's a Muay Thai guy or if he's, like, a karate guy. Um, and it's kind of really hard to look him up because his name is Johnny Walker.
0: He doesn't even have a Wikipedia link. Like, you know how everybody has the blue hyperlink? Yeah. He doesn't have that. It's just, it's just a name.
1: I'm looking at his uh, UFC page, and it says nothing about who he is. But um, he, he, he's he been on my list for, like, guys to sign for 205 because this division is dead. It's so dead, in fact, that when you go to the Johnny Walker page, it, it has, like, the little arrows underneath so you can go to the next fighters, and both of them are John Jones. <laughs> so they're like, we're not advertising anybody else. But <laughs> like, he's 26. Easy. Six five. He's got an eighty one inch reach. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. Like I'm happy they gave him fifty thousand dollars to go like spend on like getting his life all together so he can focus on training because they they need this dude to be for real for real. And he and yeah. from it he could be. Like he he's got some losses here and there. Like he lost to Wagner Prado, but that was back when he had like four fights. He lost to um, Farias, who's another dude who I think the USGs is a look at signing. Um, unless they already signed him like I, I can't keep up with who they signed and who they haven't um and they he lost to enrique enrique silva or you know uh who himself was undefeated until he lost uh jungle fight title or yeah um so like I, i'm 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 excited about the prospects of having like somebody like walker at 205 because he's what they need he, he's young he's flashy he, he seems to enjoy fighting like he's fun so good signing uh sean shelby just yeah. do more of it oh, do more of yeah. it
0: keep to keep doing that keep keep <laughs> guys like him are like the only one
1: i got a whole to list for to you them. bro just give me a call <laughs> Like I, tag him on Twitter. Like I got a whole thirty-something-person list of like light heavyweights I want to get see the sign. It's a Google Sheets. Wow. It's really easy to send. Just hit me up, Shelby.
0: <laughs> we got we got you. Cut that check though.
1: I gotta take Johnny Walker off it now though. Cause he's right there. <laughs> he,
0: he made it. But nah, man. Shout out to Johnny Walker, man. Um, yeah, man. Any anybody in 205 who can can make some noise. Um. I'm I'm all for it. So props to Johnny Walker. Uh, keep 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 doing what you're doing. Uh, moving on, continuing with the theme of making debuts. Uh, Ian Heinisch, uh, that's how you say it. Uh, made his UFC debut against Cesar uh, Ferreira. I want to say Ian was he from Contender Series? He was from one of those Dana shows. Yes, he
1: was from the Contender Series. He was also. So I, I like I I saw a picture from him on typology when I was looking at this card, and um, I was like, "Oh, he looks like he was a wrestler in college." I wonder where he wrestled. So I looked, at, so I googled his name, and the very first thing that comes up is a story about him smuggling drugs in like Spain and going to jail, huge <laughs> <laughs> drug smuggler.
0: Yeah, yeah, they mentioned it on the broadcast he uh he had a rough. uh... He was he was in them streets. <laughs> Ian was out here. In the streets of Madrid. Uh, yeah, he was out here, man. He was he was moving weight cr- cross country. Um but you know, pa- apparently he's 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 cleansed himself of that now. He changed his life around, you know, for, for the for the better. Uh I think they mentioned like he's been sober for a year. That's so. it. Ho ho. <laughs> hey. <I> mean, <laughs> hey man. I'm, yeah.
1: not, I'm not trying to take anything away, but like
0: <laughs> Hey man, everybody gotta start somewhere. <laughs>
1: I was like, okay, maybe don't start handing this dude potentially 50000 thousand dollar performance at the Night huh
0: I was about to make a John Jones joke. There was one in there somewhere. I mean, not everybody can be a high <laughs> functioning addict. Oh, which... no. Um, but... <laughs> I hope you're doing good, Ian. Um, but, nah, man. Uh, he, he put on a solid uh, performance. He's not like not like the most technical guy just one of those really he he just he kind of fits the mold of a kind of a middleweight like he's just really tough he's really gritty He, he does look really like stupid strong um not like the most technical guy but he just he just kind of stays in your face he can grind you out and just kind of beat you up um and Cesar just Cesar looked gassed by the end of this fight boy he was going through it um I think he actually he did drop Cesar in the second round um he was he was catching Cesar with some shots like I said it, it wasn't like the prettiest performance but he was in Cesar's face he landed some good shots I think he dropped him once or twice um he had him in trouble a couple times and he just kind of kept pushing and slugging forward and Cesar just kept fading and kept fading and you know, I don't know He got this he couldn't keep up Ian just kind of Took took him to the waters and drowned
1: him. Yeah. Um. Oh. He, he he throws that that right hand really fluid for a dude who didn't pick up MMA until like I don't even know how old he would have been after he got out of jail. Like, like, like normally when you see that punch, like guys are really robotic with it, and like the the rest of his like striking was really kind of stiff. But like he the he was throwing that shift right hook every time. Um. For uh, Cesar was trying, was moving to his right, so he was run- he was moving away from the punch. So he would just shift into it with the uh, the right hand with the hook and bring his leaf leg forward with it. And every time he hit Ferrara with it, you could see it hurt Ferrara a lot. Like, yeah, it's, it's one, of the- I think it's the punch he dropped him with like once or twice. Um, it's the one he dropped him with at the end of the second round, it was really smooth. Though, uh, like, I was surprised to see it from, you know, somebody who's started a career hella late. Um, yeah, no, like, if you beat Ferra in your first UFC fight, you, you, you deserve a little bit of the microscope, because or the magnifying glass, because he's not an easy opponent. Like, he's lost to, like, Masvidal and Sam Alvey and CB Dalway and um, Dorough, but he He's a tough dude. And to go out there and beat him in your first fight ever is uh pretty interesting. It makes you interesting.
0: Welcome oh, welcome uh he's living with fighting for like four or five years, damn. Oh, I was gonna say I can't call can I call him a tough dad? he I don't know if he fits a tough dad? Probably. Well he's thirty. Mm, I mean, Alright, he's like the he's like the, he's young. the prison dad. <laughs> <laughs> Let the
1: man live. <laughs> I mean, he wrote a whole Players' Tribune article about going to... Um, he
0: was in Rikers. Yeah, he was in
1: Rikers, God. Yeah, he, oh, he, he, he served crazy. his sentence in Spain and then got arrested on re-entry into the U.S. Jesus. Uh, yeah,
0: not fun. Not fun. He's really been out here, But, uh, shout-outs to Ian, man. Impressive debut. Just went out there and just grinded out a win like you said over somebody who's been in the UFC for a while and he just he went in there and did his thing so uh shout out to Ian impressive debut um <laughs> this next fight oh boy Marlon Cheeto Vera and Guido Canetti um this fight was the tale of two rounds um I don't know what Marlon Vera was doing in this first round but he was sleepwalking <laughs> and it was not it was not looking too well, like, man. But
1: he was saying like hey, Guido Canetti is like a forty something year old man, I'm gonna beat his ass and send the retirement.
0: Boy, Guido And then Guido came out and was just like how would <laughs> Guido <different?" laughs> Guido came out and put them pause. He, man, Vera I don't know what was going on in Vera's first round, but he there was like no urgency Guido was all over him. He caught him. He backed him up with a left that stung him. Um, backed is. him up to the... Let's see what it is? His daughter got the
1: surgery. He doesn't need to fight anymore.
0: Oh no, Cheeto, man. Cheeto, you gotta... <laughs> I was nervous because I was like, Cheeto, man, if this, if this was... If he was fighting someone who was a few levels above him, like somebody with a name... Well, he he would have got starched in that first, and it might have been out of he might have been out of there. John
1: Lindner, man, didn't
0: even freaking hurt. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> hey Guido, let he dropped him.
0: Yeah, like Guido caught him with that left. He backed him up. He slammed him. It was not going well. I think Cheeto ended up getting back up. He got stung again. Uh, Guido caught him with another flurry vera was walking flying all over the place it wasn't looking good man he was he he was really getting it taken to him i think outside of a few grappling exchanges he didn't really do much at all that first round but just get hands put on him um goes back to the corner corner tells him hey man you gotta wake up (laughs) Like, like hey man you gotta you know you realize you're fighting right like you gotta you gotta you gotta fight back you gotta do something um but, hey, man, prop, props to the corner, man. Whatever they told him, uh, it worked. They, they knew how to get through to their fighter. Because in that second round, he looked like a completely different person. Um, so, I, I don't know. Maybe he just needed to eat a few left hands before he woke up. But, boy, when he woke up, it was over. Um, man,
2: it's so he
0: came out that second round, guns blazing, ready to go. <laughs> he, let, he, he throws the, I don't remember if the fly knee landed, but he threw a fly knee to, to close distance. It got him really close. And like he transitions from a flying knee to a um kind of like a plum, Gets like a top plum, knees the 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 life <laughs> out of Guido, um drops him, gets him down on the ground. Uh, actually, he need him a couple times, beat him up on the ground. Um, yeah, like Guido just never really recovered. Like he he cheeto swarmed him that second round just knees ground and pound eventually took his back and just choked him out and like if i'm guido i'm 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 hurt because that first round went so well and then it was like that second round cheeto just hit a switch and he's like all right i'm not playing anymore and he just it was over yeah like it it was over It, it was like you that that first round was like you're playing a video game and the person's like not pressing any buttons and then you thought you were going to do that the second round and then he starts unleashing combos and you don't know what to do and by the time you figure out what to do you've been kneed and choked out so it's just too late um but yeah cheeto cheeto got off to a slow start but he ended in in emphatic fashion (laughs) um so shout out to cheeto man that that knee that dropped Guido was violent, and he ends up just choking him out. Yeah, um,
1: like, the, the, the two older guys that they brought up like, uh, they're both on the Tough show, right? Like, or I might just imagine things, like the Tough Latin America show? Henry Briones and him, um, they are tough outs. Like Briones is the dude who went three rounds with like Cody Garbrand. Um and you know, Kennetti's out here putting guys down the and, uh, Even hitting him clean, so uh yeah. It's a shame he's so you know, he's about to be thirty nine next month. Um what do you think he's doing what do you think the division doing things like this. Like he just got a win uh last May. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I, I really don't have like a lot to add. I really like that uppercut that Marvin Vera landed, that started the whole like sequence
0: of, of Kennedy basically getting his ass beat. Um, I forgot about that. He caught him with that a couple of times.
1: Yeah. yeah. Really, really, really smooth looking uppercut that Kennedy was back into the fence. Really, just couldn't get away from. Him. Oh, really good win uh, for Vera. Uh, this is a good year for him, man. Like he, his daughter got hit the surgery that he's been like fighting his old UFC career to be able to afford. Um, uh, he's now riding a two-fight winning streak. I'm assuming he'll. Uh, well, I was gonna say he's gonna fight before the end of the year, but it's the middle of November, so. Yeah, I'm assuming we won't have to wait too long to see him again because he likes to fight often so I don't know, like mama Vera is weird he's twenty five um like he, he like it feels like we haven't seen what he can do yet in terms of just like this ceiling yeah, i'm not I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad like I'm not sure how high his ceiling is but I just know we haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if he can be consistent enough to go on like one of those. Can we squeeze a run out of him? Like, can can he reel off like four or five straight against like competition that increasingly gets better and better every time? Yeah,
1: he's six because, and like, four in the
0: UFC. He. Hmm he is really talented, but like just moments like that first round kind of scare me. Cause like I said, if this, if he has that first round against somebody in like the top ten, you're you're out of here, right? Like, yeah, they're, they're they're getting you out of here really quick. Um, so I I, f- I feel like if he can just improve on that, you know, just be a little more consistent, he, he might have a run at him. We might be we might be able to see. uh maybe not a i don't know he'll he'll be able to put his name in the conversation i would hope
1: Um, i'd like to think they could be a top 10 top 15 dude
0: yeah yeah i I think he can make it there and then you know anything past like top 15 top 10 i'd you know pretty much is icing on the cake but um no good good performance from him though he's definitely really talented and well if anything he can come back from adversity that's that's something (laughs) so but uh so hopefully this just doesn't keep putting himself in those positions. But anyway, knees, uppercuts, choke out. He, he gets it done. So shout out to Cheeto. Um, and Rounding out the main card, another really <laughs> interesting fight. Uh, Cynthia Calvillo and uh, Poliana Botella. So if you didn't see the weigh-ins, uh, was not looking good for Calvillo. I think she came in three pounds overweight. If we're being honest, like uh, did, two because
1: you can make one sixteen. But yeah, she was at one eighteen.
0: Yeah. Didn't look good at the weigh ins. Um it was kinda funny just seeing like reactions on Twitter, like after the weigh ins, like she was getting bashed on Twitter, and I was seeing like, oh man, she's not gonna she's gonna be terrible tomorrow and Botello was gonna put those hands on her. So on and so forth. And then the fight happens and uh she looked great. <laughs> well, maybe not great, but c- considering what she looked like at the weigh-ins, I, I would say this flight went very well. <laughs> like, she came in, didn't look, uh, you know, gassed or tired or, you know, it, it looked like the weight cut or whatever happened with that was a non-issue. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> she, head, came,
0: yeah, she came in and just looked, it was another day at the office. Like, she didn't get any hands put on her, really. Like, they traded on the feet, but not neither one of them really landed anything, like, too crazy. She did catch uh, Botella with a nice left. That I think Botella kind of felt it. Caught her with a nice one. Um, but as soon as Calvillo got her to the ground, I think Botella had tried a leg kick, and uh, Calvillo caught it and got her to the ground. Once it got to the ground, like, it was over. She was pretty much just able to control her. Beat her up a little bit. Um, that I really enjoyed the finishing sequence. She's landing ground and pound. Um, she's catching Botello with some shots, and Botello tries to like, she tries to like roll and turn over so her face isn't in the line of fire for her to just get blasted. And then, just like that quick moment where she tries to turn over, there's just this little, little bit of space right there. And Calvillo's like, Oh, there's a neck, gonna grab that, <laughs> and she. Just, she just grabs, you know, it, it was the way she grabbed it. I guess it was like the angle. It was almost like the way you put, like, your little brother in a headlock. It's, it's but a it was a choke. Like, yeah, like, it was one of those give me your lunch money chokes. Like, and she sunk that in with the quickness, and she got Botello out of there. Uh, and it, it sucks, too, because it was only, like, that round was almost over. It's only, like, 10 seconds left and uh yeah she yanked that neck up and uh she got Botello out of there and she didn't take a lot of damage um didn't really get any hands put on her and once she got her to the ground it was it was all calveo so whatever weight cut issues or any of those issues she might have had didn't carry on saturday night she uh she went in there and and dominated and uh probably proved a lot of people wrong
1: yeah. Um I feel but like she did she was a smaller woman in there too. Like Botello was looked a little bigger than her anyway. Like I, I could be wrong. Like it, like just it could have been like
0: just stance standing and stuff like that. No, they they even mentioned it during the broadcast. Like Botello looked way thicker. Yeah, like she's
1: five eight and Siddhika feels like five four so. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I don't think size plays a too big a part in this fight. um you know Kavir's really good like I, I can't remember like the last time we talked about her, but like me and Joey wrote something on like about like what her chances are of bouncing back off her first loss. I'm like, yeah, she's she, she had been fighting professionally for about like eighteen months when she fought Mar- um Carla Esparza and lost to her basically two rounds to one. So like she's fine, like she, she she's really good, and, and like she, she she's still only two years into her pro career, like two, well three years I guess like she missed a whole year or six months out of the year, or no like yeah basically a whole year. So she started fighting in twenty sixteen like professionally, like she she's gonna be really good for a while. Unless, like, because she's, she's 31 now, so I'm, you know, there's always a the chance that her uh, you know her athleticism just drops. But uh, until then, she's just going to keep getting better. Um, I, like, I don't have a lot to say about this fight in particular, but uh, if Calvillo really is struggling to make 115 and she just, for whatever reason, can't make any more, which I'm not sure of. I didn't see the video of the weigh-in, but, like apparently she was like really like she fell off the scale or yeah she she looked like shaky on her legs or something because they had to put the current up so that she could like so she could try and reweigh in again yeah yeah so i i, I haven't seen the video so i don't know what she looked like it, just that people are saying she looked bad um it, it, like, she has wins over women in the UFC right now who, fall at, who fight at flyweight, who have wins in the UFC. Like, she built, she beat uh, Jillian Roberts, Robertson. She has a win over Montana, uh, Montana De La Rosa. As an amateur, she beat Aspen Ladd, who's probably going to go up to, like, featherweight soon. Like, she, she's going to be fine. At, um... At, uh... Ch- uh, flyweight, so or flyweight or or whatever way she chooses to fight at, as long as she makes the weight. Um, I don't know. She hasn't fought in 11 months. That, uh, that 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 could f up your if you're used to fighting every few months. That could f up your like your whole routine of cutting weight. So I'm not going to hold it against her too much.
0: I mean, yeah. I, if her, I think she has enough talent as to where I'm not. I mean, it's still, you. You would hope it's not a repeated issue, but
1: first time she's ever. I think just, it's kind of one of. As those, far as I know, yeah.
0: so It's kind of one of those things. Like as long as this doesn't happen again, you'll yeah, you'll you'll be fine. Your your talent is good enough that it'll it'll be able to carry you as long as you don't keep having these mishaps. Um, but nah, yeah, she she went in there and uh, you know, she dominated. <laughs> like there's no 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 ifs ands or buts about it. Um. So shout-outs to Calvillo. Um, That rounded out the main card. A lot of finishes on the main card. Um, It actually was really quick (laughs) re-watching this fight. The only fight on the main card that went uh, the distance was the uh, Ian and Cesar fight. Um, So that was the main card portion. Uh, Moving on down to the uh, preliminary uh, Fox Sports 1 fights. Uh, A couple of these uh, (laughs) ended kind of quick, too. Michelle Prezarez and uh, Bartosz Fabinski. Uh, Michelle Prezarez is the uh, welterweight light heavyweight uh, who used to be a lightweight. He's trying to go back to lightweight. Why? Um. <laughs> well, before, I, <laughs> I don't know. He's it,
1: 5'5 five, five or whatever, or 5'6 or whatever, but like, he's beaten two pretty solid welterweights in his short stint so far.
0: Yeah, and it's clearly that the power hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like he is a tank of a, a person. Um, like I said, he he is kind of short, uh, but dude, if he catches you, it's over. Um, I don't know why Fabinski thought he would win an exchange with him.
1: Um, I, thought, I think he just thought he was bigger.
0: Yeah, uh, like he's
1: uh... <laughs> big. Like he, I'm bigger than him, younger than him. Rosario, yeah. yeah I...
0: <laughs> I don't know. He he tried he tried to get into a fire fight with Pizarra's and he ate a nasty left hand for his troubles. I thought he was out with the left. I didn't even think he was gonna make it, but he survived the left hand. <laughs> got beat up a little bit more. Um, ended up in a guillotine choke. And I mean, if you look at the size of Pizarra's arms, like if that dude gets you in a guillotine, man, you're you're out of here. Yeah, he, he got that he snatched that guillotine choke up and he got Fabinski out of here. Uh all within a minute. Uh so has that welterweight. The the power came up with him. I say just keep fighting that welterweight till you can't anymore. Um, like I said, the power's still there. Yeah. And you can still hit viciously hard and I'd imagine not a lot of people can take a flush shot. They're gonna keep
1: throwing but... <laughs> really slow welterweights at you, just keep taking it
0: right <laughs> take the paycheck they're giving you they're giving you free money
1: like he's Just, 10 and 2 in the UFC he's on an 8 fight streak
0: that's wild and I think I saw somebody have posted that on Twitter like how has he not gotten uh any steps up like in competition
1: it doesn't help when you miss weight three times
0: yeah, yeah shut up um, yeah. like,
1: of, like, him and Trezardo, like, him and like they, they were both like, yeah, we're on, like, seven, eight fight streaks, and the UFC keeps giving us guys who aren't in the top ten, or who aren't going to the advance their career. Like, Trezardo, if you keep winning fights like this, and you keep, like, having to look like, they'll, they'll probably give you a big fight at welterweight, because, let's be honest, like, nobody wants to see the top of the welterweight like
0: in fight. I was gonna say this. This is the perfect time to go on a run at 170. Um, I mean, you, you get a couple of standout performances. You'll 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 stand out amongst this crowd where there isn't a ton really, you know, outside of the top guys. There's not really a ton going oh, on. Oh, so
1: it's the reverse. Outside of the top guys, like the division's fun and energetic and you know, has a youth to it. But at the top of it, it's just like. Does anybody really want to see Kobe coming to play Tyron Woodley? Like, know, really. just pure, pure, like, pure sport reasons? Does anybody want to, like, does, does anybody want to see Kamaru Woodley's like, 40% his way to a victory over, I don't know, like, forget, um, Who's he fighting? Crap. I feel bad now. Oh, he's fighting RDA, Everybody
0: right? He's fighting RDA?
1: Like, Does anybody really want to see this one? Like, just kind of lay on top of RDA for four, three rounds, five rounds, whatever it is. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go on a run, like, and you want it to count for something, try welterweight, because every like, Tony Ferguson's been on a run for how many years? And he still hasn't gotten a title shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, lightweight is a. Uh, it's such a. It's it's so sad for all the talent that's down there. It's such a conundrum, with the way title shots and things are handled. So. I mean, and if we're being honest, just the, the welterweight path is probably easier.
1: Yeah, especially if they're gonna keep tossing you know. like, slow. squatting grapplers at you is. You handle your business.
0: And I mean, if you're making it to the top of welterweight, a lot of those guys are getting older. So, you know, yeah. if you can get up there, you might crack a chin or two.
1: Like, you can't tell me he wouldn't stand a good chance against Don Kim. <laughs> <laughs> it's just based on the fact that he's
0: active. Right. <laughs> he just throws. Yeah, he yeah he, he catches anybody on the chin, man. Yeah, that, them, 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 them little bulky arms catch you. You're getting out All of right. here, you're going to sleep. Um, but, man, shout-outs to, uh, shout-outs to Prezeros, man. He, up at welterweight, still putting people to sleep, uh, albeit hands or choke-out, but he, he's handling business, uh. Dude, oh, next fighting fight. for 18 years.
1: His first fight was in 2000.
0: I wonder how he looked back then. <laughs> Like was he still like a? Did he still
1: look? Did he still look like an old man face on like a young man body? Right. <laughs> he,
0: he's like, he's like an alternate reality version of Ronaldo.
1: I mean, they're the same like,
0: person. He's just a little bulkier. <laughs> probably, probably hits a little harder. <laughs> I
1: think they were fought? That's
0: messed up. I don't know. I don't know if the time continuum can handle it. Yeah, that's that's too much isn't
1: it, Bra- lightweight Brazilian beefcake.
0: Isn't there some rule about, like, sending yourself back in time to, <laughs> you know, it messes... <laughs> it messes up the time continuum. They can't be in, like, the same arena at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we'll, we'll see, though. But, shout out to Brazeras. Um... This next fight was kind of bittersweet. Um... Like I wanted to be really happy about this fight, and then I was happy up until it ended, and then I realized, oh, this division is probably not going
1: to be here. this fight. was for not.
0: Yeah. Like, um.
1: But I'm trying. I'm going um, back to Pantoja's record. I don't think he ever fought at um, at bantamweight.
0: At 35. Yeah. For for what it's worth, flyweight matchup. Uh. Alexandre Pantoja uh, and uh, Yuko Sasaki. Um, Sasaki initiated the ground game, was going for ground and pound, um, and it ended up not working. He, uh, (laughs) I think, um, he was landing, like, some standing ground and pound, Pantoja, like, grabbed one of his legs, they had, like, a little mini scramble, and Pantoja ended up on Sasaki's back.
1: Super, super smooth.
0: Yeah, it was really... I can't, it's hard for me to describe what happened, but if you watch it, you'll understand the group. It was really slick, <laughs> the way he pulled it off. And as soon as he got Sasaki's back, choked him out, fight's over. Um, Pantoja puts on, like, a really great performance. And, like, I was happy because it's like, yeah, Pantoja's, like, he's another guy who's been on the rise, man. He's been putting on really good performances lately. You know, really interested to see like how far he can take this and then reality slapped me in the face and it's like oh yeah his division is probably not gonna be here next year so um i I don't know like what we're gonna see from him like is he gonna get a chance at 35 or is he gonna be one of those guys who just kind of tossed out to the you know yeah he he just ends up floating around somewhere oh yeah i hope they offer him a fight
1: I don't, I, I, don't know how well he does in the division, but I hope he gets a chance at least, if he wants it anyway.
2: Yeah.
1: Ah. Uh, boy, boy, boy. Yeah, but like that All transition right. to the back, it was, it was a knee bar. Um, while Uka was standing, he triangled the leg, proceeded to take the leg, throw it over his head, and then swing around to grab his waist so he can climb up his back. So. Just super smooth. Oh,
0: that's just poor division. Yeah. But, you know, for, for what it's worth, he, he did, it was a really, really good performance, man. Really, like I said, really slick back to dude, dude Get rid of all these guys so
1: that Bartosz Wawinski can have more Fox Sports one time. That's just the way it is.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, this we got we got to make room for uh, all the tough dads and the two o Where and. Where is food.
1: Gareth McCollin going to fight? Damn it! <laughs> Emil Meek needs to be on television.
0: <laughs> oh god. god! But that was that fight. Like I said, just bittersweet performance. Really good performance, but. It it just begs the question, like, did this really mean anything? Um, I mean, he got paid for it, so it meant something, but you know, yeah, yeah. But shout out to Panto man, really good fighter. Uh, just been out there, just really handling business as of late, and ho- hopefully he'll get a shot to to stick around at 35. Um, moving on to a fight that I did not rewatch, that I cannot really offer any insight on. Uh, Austin Arnett defeated Humberto Bandeña via decision. Yep. Um <laughs> I guess you ain't got anything either. I'm upset.
1: Cuz the Peruvian lost. Nah. Um ben and I beat Arnett's ass in the first round. I bloody them up. Like I think I think dropped them at the end of the first if I remember right. Um I'm sorry I watched this fight at like a 4 at 4 a.m. and then like a a confused stupor after waking up. Um, yeah, um, and then he completely just gassed out, and Arnett took over the fight. And I think they, I think two judges gave Arnett the last round like ten eight because he was just on top of Bondenai, and that was just kind of sitting there, just not doing anything, or, or, or everything he was doing, trying was like just like low percentage and ineffectual. So it's the basically the same thing as doing nothing. So you know Austin and that guts out a win.
0: There you go. Now I have nothing else to add to that. Cause I didn't if
1: it, you're gonna so. be a kicker, don't be a kicker who moves backwards. That's just just, just
0: how you tie yourself
1: out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, we'll, 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 move sideways or forward, right. but not back. If he if he has a next time, we'll we'll, we'll see if he uh if he learns. But uh. Moving on to a fight that was really, uh, exciting. Actually, I think this got fight of the night, or at least according to Wikipedia. It did, man.
1: which is really confusing, because I saw that beforehand, and then I watched the fight, and I'm like, damn. That, 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 like, it wasn't that was a bad fight by any stretch of the imagination. It was more of a, wow, that wasn't really competitive at all.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Hector Aldana should think. <laughs> He should thank Staropoli that he uh, got part of this award. Um.
2: star <laughs> like, Staropoli had uh, that Lar-
0: hematoma on his head. Oh man, yeah, he he had there was a mini alien growing from the side of his face.
1: But if you had told um. me that was the only offense he got off in the entire fight, I'd believe you. <laughs>
0: so, Star no uh, fought Hector Aldana. Um, I knew this fight was going to be interesting because when it first started, they went to touch gloves, and Hector Aldana threw a leg kick. <laughs> 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 he was <laughs> he tried He tried tried to catch Star Poli with the Okie doke Well, he landed the leg kick, so I guess you could say he caught him with the Okie doke um, It was pretty much on why would, there. If, you, um, if
1: you're going to go touch gloves, and you're going to go for the cheap shot, quote-unquote, why would you go for the cheap shot that doesn't like instantly knock out the right. Other guy.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> there are no one-kick KOs that go to the leg. Yeah, like, that's, that's a trade-off. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not a thing. Yeah, he that's probably why he lost. You <laughs> didn't you didn't game plan your cheating code good. <laughs> you che- you cheated wrong. <laughs> like, th-
1: that's the complete opposite of veteran savvy.
0: Right. <laughs> but, you know, after that kick, man, they, they immediately started throwing hands. It was a pretty uh they they had a couple of violent back and forth spurts. Uh as the antico mentioned, uh Star Poly uh, had a nasty hematoma on the side of his head, just like I said, it was a small alien growing in there. Um Aldana's face got bloodied up really bad. Um but yeah, after they had a couple of initial like violent flurries. But after those flurries kind of simmered and the fight kind of settled in, um, it was kind of clear what was going on. Uh, Staropoli
1: knows how to box and Hector Aldana knows how to take a punch.
0: Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Like, Aldana seemed only... He never, like, initiated anything. He was always just waiting for Staropoli to throw so he could counter, but he didn't really, like... He never took the fight to Staropoli. He was just kind of waiting around for... A moment that just kind of never happened, and meanwhile, Star Poly just he's getting off, he's <laughs> he's he's doing, he's doing whatever he wants, he's just he's just out here. Um, now it, it was a fun fight though. Um, Star Poly put on a pretty, I think this, I think this was his debut, I want to say. Um, he put, put on a pretty good performance in front of his con. the, the crowd went crazy for him.
1: yeah, you would have thought man. this.
0: That you would have thought he was like the headliner they they were going nuts for this guy um, he and like yeah, like you said it, it was it, it wasn't really outside of a couple of violent spurts that went Star Starpoly's way um, once the fight sold in it wasn't really that competitive it was more Star Starpoly's landing he's boxing he's getting in getting out Aldana is waiting for a counter that's never gonna happen <laughs> he's just kinda getting beat up um
1: I, I really like star um yeah
0: I, I was trying to in the middle of the fight i was like where where could i see him going I, I feel like he and obviously it's too early to judge like it's literally his first ufc fight so who who knows where he could end up but based on what i've seen from his game he seems to me like the kind of guy he'll be like a fringe top 15 he'll be like that middle of the pack those guys who are stuck in that middle who are trying to like string together a couple of good performances so they can make it upward and he'll give you violent fights night in and night out then you just hope it'll be consistent enough that you know maybe he'll he'll push further into the rankings but um no he did put on a really good performance though it was a really fun fight like i said he. This fight got fight of the night because of him. He he carried this because it, it wasn't it, it wasn't his back and forth. <laughs> As one would think the fight of the night, right?
1: Was. Um, he, like not to be all like I don't know nativist, countryist, or whatever. He reminds me of Santiago Pontanibio. Like that that's who that's what his game reminds me of. Um, is like and like he's coming in young, uh. Yeah, he got a good first fight in the UFC. That gave him three good rounds. Of, you know, films feel its way around the octagon. Um, yeah, no, like I, I hope, like I hope to see like more of him. Like he, he looked really solid, just like a solid all-round kickboxer. Nothing extravagant or anything, but like, like if you come in and you have a solid fundamental game, at, at least as a kickboxer. Like, I, I have I have an interest in seeing you do well. And, um, I think this is the... I think it's his first fight that ever went to a decision, so... Yeah. Um. Uh, just, uh... It's just important to get rounds.
0: Yeah. Keep on, uh... Getting more experience. And pretty sure I have well to wait. Yeah, he'll... He'll be able to find some guys that'll test him. um, But fights that'll still be winnable for him. uh, And we'll just kind of have to see how he does. Um, Like I said, I I feel like he can be like one of those fringe top 15 guys. That'll, you know, if if he can get better, depending on we'll have to see like what more of his game is. Um, If he can string together a good run, maybe we'll, we'll see how far he can take it. But as for now, if he can just give me fights like this, just give me some nice violent scraps. I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to tune in. And the name Star Poly just really sticks yeah. up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, two weeks ago when I saw the
0: name, I started laughing.
1: Like, it, it, <laughs> like, it, it, it sounds like a, like a made up evil
0: mob villain. Right. <laughs> He's definitely the final boss character. Or the, the yeah, the or, main or, or Yeah,
1: like the comic relief mobster.
0: <laughs> but hey man dude, dude 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 can throw down so uh lauriano star poli keep, keep an eye out uh his, his countrymen love him like i said they they were really going nuts for this guy
1: they were just going nuts. So, like he, also shouts to the argentinian fans who like santiago panzendibbio didn't like step into the cage until like three twenty-five in the morning or something crazy like that Like they started hella late there just so we could watch at ten o'clock. So, so shouts to them because,
0: yeah, appreciate you guys for suffering. Yeah, (laughs) because they
1: they 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 must have been tired out their minds by the time.
0: I don't know, man. They they still had the energy, man. They kept it going. Yeah, yeah. When their yeah when their guys were in the cage, they were they were repping. They they definitely put on for the home team. Um, but that that rounds out the uh, Fox Sports One's prelims. Um. And that moves us to the fight pass prelims, which I can't really comment on. Uh, one of these fights I rewatched and kind of don't remember. The other fight I definitely didn't rewatch. Um, no disrespect, but I just I felt no motivation <laughs> to rewatch this fight. Jesus Pinedo uh, defeated Devin Powell via unanimous decision. I did not rewatch this fight. I had no desire to rewatch this fight. And I don't think I missed out on much. Uh,
2: uh,
0: I don't remember
1: this fight. <laughs> like look I remember Jesus Panetto is like a really funky kickboxer. He spent most of the first round catching Devin Powell's kicks and then like throwing him to the ground and then not doing anything with that.
0: Oh, that was yeah. that fight. I remember that. Okay.
1: I okay.
0: I, no, that that happened a lot. Yeah, like
1: fight. it was like four or five times in the first round by itself. I don't remember the rest of the fight, but I I I vaguely remember Powell just not being able to catch Pinedo, who was just slightly faster than him. And then there was some grappling. Yeah, I don't remember the rest of the fight.
0: it wasn't a lot going on. remember Pinedo had a lot of funky movement. He moved. Yeah, yeah, right he, he is. Yeah, it was, there was some shenanigans. Yeah, he moved like a video game character. It was a little strange. But he won a unanimous decision. Uh, so that fight happened. And the last fight on the card, uh, Nad Naramani and Anderson Dos Santos. Um, I don't remember the fight a ton. I rewatched it, but I don't remember a lot of it. But I, re- I remember it being an entertaining fight. And I remember it being, you know, it, it was a nice scrap, but I just don't... I can't remember the finer details. I know Naramani looked pretty good, but I can't tell you anything in specific
1: that he was uh, I was I, I haven't seen a whole bunch of Nat Naramani outside the the USA like I know he was in cage Warriors. he fought for Bama uh, once or twice. Um, but like just looking at his resume before the fight, like he's uh, he was like he had like five submissions and four decisions to his record. um he's training at team Alpha male. Like, I kind of assumed he would be, like, a, like a wrestle grappler. Uh, but he looked really good as a striker. Like, he, he was moving his head really well, um, was bouncing in and out of range. Um, that that kind of... Um, it didn't go away, but it slowed down towards the the later half of the fight, and he was starting to get tagged a little bit more. But just, like, an all-in-all all, really good performance against a guy who had a lot of... Um, like Anderson dos Santos is his first UFC fight, but he's had like thirty fights outside the UFC. Like he he's not um he's not new to this, I should say.
0: Already a journey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like it, it was a good performance all around. So props to that former Cage Warriors featherweight champion. Um, I don't know. Uh, like I, I'm not gonna say and guess how far he goes, but yeah, it was. A really good uh, start for him.
0: Uh, There you have it. Uh, That was uh, UFC Argentina. Um, Pretty solid card. I I probably was a little bit harsh on this card. I mean, when you have to sit Uh, up
1: and watch it from like 7 o'clock to 2 in the morning, you you earn the right to be upset.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Now that I'm looking back at it, this card wasn't really that bad. Like... (laughs) There were some good performances. The main card, like rewatching it, went by pretty fast because there were a lot of decisions. It's just like watching these six fight cards in real time. It is a task,
1: dude. So, the um, UFC gets you to invest seven to seven and a half hours of your time on a Saturday night like watching a like watching a fight card. Like you, you deserve to be a little critical of the pacing.
0: Yeah. And I and then I'm mad at myself because. I know what they're gonna do to me week in and week out, and I keep coming back. And
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, mad just, like, just, got, like, I'm mad. We used to have like DVR, like TiVo, and my mom got rid of it. And I'm like, well, shit. Now I, have to, now I have to use <laughs> MMA Core when I don't catch fights. And I do, like MMA Core is great for like when you miss fights, but like, yeah, okay, so. And piracy aside, like why do you guys split up the videos? Because yeah,
0: part one, part two. Because like
1: they only do it for the main card fights. And I know why they do it because they get more clicks that way. <clears throat> but still, like I used to think it was because like the the the, 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 the streaming service they use only let them upload like six minutes of video at a time. But now they're streamable or whatever and it uploads like 15 full 20 minute videos and i know this because all the prelim fights are full videos right <laughs> but pons Magni nivio is broken up into like five different parts
0: yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're getting uh they're getting those clicks in that ad yeah, it's not
1: even like clean like they'll they'll put like the first like they'll put the first round and then they'll put like the first like Minute and a half of the next round, right?
0: the Second round. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. Uh, you guys got to fix that. Even though you're bootlegging, I mean, but fix your bootlegging.
1: Mean, uh, like, I'm not. I'm. I'm not telling you guys you should use MMA core because you shouldn't. It's bad. <laughs> Piracy is bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> don't do it <laughs> wink wink <laughs> but if you do
0: <laughs> oh man yeah we'll leave that at that but if you do some of you probably didn't even maybe didn't know what mma core was and now you'll
1: i mean if you if you don't i mean you probably maybe you have something better i don't know
0: yeah yeah maybe you do maybe they don't maybe we're maybe we're of the noobs here right <laughs> there's another site that's like oh you guys watch P- Part- fights and parts like, like this,
1: this what is this 2008 anime are, are we trash. watching Naruto Everybody,
0: we might be <laughs> trash <laughs> we, we, we might be is trash. it subbed somebody's <laughs> somebody's listening to this like they still use MMA core and they just hit us with the meanest eye roll <laughs> like <laughs> it's a bunch of noobs <laughs> oh man that's the MMA core. <laughs> sensei, Sensei.
1: Piracy is bad.
0: It is. It's terrible. It is. Oh, speaking of... Oh, yeah, Speaking you're of piracy. You're still money so, straight
1: off of uh, freaking Austin Arnett's children's plates. I hope you're I hope. I I hope you happy
0: with yourself. I gotta tell everybody on that Tito <laughs> card. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm stealing money from you, but... I'm just saying the USC you know. wasn't going to
1: give you all of it in the first place. <laughs> right. <laughs> so
0: you know. Just so you know. Um, I
1: hope I hope everybody's ready for next week when we have to say all the Chinese names and we get none of them right.
0: <laughs> I was not ready for this Tito card. Like I just I wasn't ready. I
1: mean, well, you were never going to be ready. And the longer it took you to be ready, the less qualified Chuck Liddell would be to step into a game.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, man. Uh, next week, uh, the next time you guys hear from Chuck, us. Uh,
1: Chuck Liddell will have even fewer brain cells.
0: Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we all just conceding that TL is going to win this fight?
0: Yeah. I, I hate to say that, it. I love Chuck. Chuck is like one of my. He was like literally one of the people that got me into the sport. But Lord have mercy, this is on. Like
1: this is the same Tina Ortiz who had like a life or death struggle with Stephen Bonner, like three years
0: ago. Oh my well, god! <laughs> that just tells me how fortunate, like.
1: Tito managed to find the one fighter more broken than he was. And it just so happened to be his like his, his former rival, who he never was able to beat. And now he's good to beat him.
0: Yeah, he's in prime condition. He,
1: okay, wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait. <laughs> well, alright, alright, that's, that's a stretch. He, he's
1: in. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I just remembered I have the video still that I wanted to send you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm gonna say this one for when we're done because you have to see that one too, but I'm gonna I'm send you this video of um. So Chuck Liddell found out that we all saw a video of him doing like pads with Jay Glazer, and we were all laughing at him and crying on the inside, and he was he was very <laughs> upset because he was like that was just my warm up. That was like that was me warming up. So the MMA Junkie crew went to you know his open workout. and proceeded to film him hitting pads again and this is what we got and i just sent it to you and now you can tell me if you can spot the difference
0: Oh god, did i see? i think i saw this hold on hold on i'm waiting for uh... i hate that skype makes me look at this in internet explorer oh god
1: the only difference i spot is that he is now wearing a shirt
0: <laughs> Let me get past this ad. Why is Tyler McGuire in this ad? That's oh, an Air Force ad. Alright, right, here we go. Do I
1: have to give this a thumbs up. It's not a thumbs up video. <laughs>
0: I mean, he got like 0.5% faster. Well, he's throwing hard. <laughs> yeah. But it lo- it looks like it hurts him to punch. Like,
1: <laughs> like it, if you yeah. skip to the 154 mark, Tito is literally there, just standing there watching this the
2: entire I time. I was only 30 seconds. You can't he's do
0: that <laughs> he said, you can't get tired. You guys that can call way. this a quick
1: motherfucking night. I hey, like, oh my God, I'm getting away with this. That
0: shit was like junk. I can take myself junk junk. Wow. Oh my God. I guess you are But you know what, though? It'll be so much better if... And yeah, for guys who haven't watched the video, Chuck, it looks like it pains him to throw. It looks
1: like it pains him to move.
0: like all of this looks like he has to use every bit of his old man energy to get these punches to flow but there's just this small part of me that i shouldn't listen to but i'm gonna listen to it because i'm stubborn and i'm stupid if tito talks all this trash and somehow chuck lands one of these slow 80 year old punches (laughs) he manages to knock Tito out. It would make everything worse. Chuck
1: is a fifty year old man still walk uh, still rocking the Mohawk man. That's um, dedication. Like Chuck,
0: I'm not gonna Yeah, he's he's sticking true to character through and through. Um I'm I'm probably not gonna pay for this card, but uh Chuck, I'll cash app you twenty if you knock him out. <laughs> um... <laughs>
2: that might be all the money <laughs> he makes from this card. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll definitely cash up you a good... I'll cash up you a cool 20 uh, <laughs> if you get Tito out of here for what better be the last time. Dude,
1: if he wins, you know he's coming back. Oh, like, boy. The, the the optimal scenario here is that Tito just takes him down and just chokes him out. Uh
0: We'll, we'll but Tito he we'll, might we'll go see. for
1: ground and bound because fuck Chuck.
0: Probably he's he's gonna drag this fight out to punish. If him. he
1: if he can, if he can. Um, God, Jesus my, Christ! My favorite but, uh, thing is that he's wearing a shirt, to hide the the gut, but it's pretty obvious he has the gut.
0: That kick he threw looked painful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're all we're all gonna witness this. You guys are watching too. Don't act like you I are. Mean, you I never said this. I was.
1: I said I was right.
0: here. Yeah. No, none I, of us are above this foolery. Yeah, I'm right. here
1: for the foolishness. I'm I'm here for the man who just can't let it go. And I'm here for the man who's here to just collect his check and games, come up and Yeah.
0: He's- Man, that's 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 gonna be a, 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 an event, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I'm liking this Beijing card, though. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, <laughs> Don't change the subject. I'm, I'm look- <laughs> Don't huh? change. the subject. <laughs> oh, no. I, I gotta get out of there. <laughs> well, we, ha-
1: we, we, we have to do our, uh, We have to. We have to do the honorable thing and inform the public that this card is so hot. Fight TV is running a Black Friday special. <laughs> if you order the card, Chuck Goodell versus Cedar Ortiz 3, on February 23rd between the time of, I want to say, 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. Eastern time, you get this card for half off. Amen. So it's going to be 20 bucks on your Fight TV website app thingy, jigger,
0: And if you're not convinced um if the $20 off on a Black Friday doesn't convince you, I mean, um, well o- other f- fights to and uh, other fights to entice you to to buy this card. Um Duran Wind and Tom low, Oh baby. Um Glayson Tibao and Efrain Escudero. What? Walil Watson and Ricardo Palacios. Oh
1: my god.
0: And Jay Silva and Oscar Coda. Wow. You might not know who they are, but you should. I
1: mean I mean, what yeah. MMA fan wouldn't know who Oscar Coda is?
0: I mean, if you don't know, find out on Black Friday for twenty dollars. <laughs> between the times of uh 4
1: p.m eastern time and 6 p.m eastern time so that would be 1 p.m pacific uh 4 p.m pacific i don't know about mountain time i'm doing that math
0: set 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 twenty dollars aside or use that credit card don't look at your statement after you do it um but just 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 do it just for the culture (laughs) is This oh. <laughs> <laughs> is all for the culture. This is all for the culture. For $20, we can all sit in unison and watch this uh, glorious uh, train wreck that we will all be a part of. And then try to sit on a moral high ground the next day. <laughs> I
1: can't believe they found Dave
0: Terrell. Oh, like, boy. I can't believe they found anybody. to Really?
1: I mean, if Oscar De La Hoya called me up and was like, hey, you want to fight on the Chuck Liddell-Tito Ortiz card in L.A., I'd be like, sure, I can take a free trip to L.A. Like,
0: I haven't heard Willil Watson's name in a long time. I don't even remember what Willil Watson looks like. I just know I've seen him fight before. Jesus Christ. Shout out to Gleason Thibault. He's
1: got the forehead of a 40-year-old man. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: you know him. From his UFC run.
0: Yeah, I knew, I knew I've seen
1: him fight. He fought Eve Jibway, uh Jaboy and lost a split decision. Lost to TJ Dillashaw, and then got submitted by Mitch Gagnon. He also beat Joseph Sandoval
0: There you go. Shout, shout out to Willow Watson. Still out here collecting checks. Uh, he,
1: he's probably going to make more money off this fight than Tito is. <laughs>
0: Hey man, if if there's no other consolation for this card, people are getting paid and they can put food on the table. That'll make. Except any Tito. <laughs> like, I'm sorry.
1: Don't take the Kovalev deal. Like um, unless you're Floyd freaking Mayweather, don't take the Kovalev
0: deal. Hey man.
1: Uh, uh,
0: Tito got the, uh, Tito's got the master plan. T-
1: Tito can't read the master plan. I- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! But <laughs> moving on from that card, right. UFC Beijing. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, a lot of names on here. I'm actually looking forward to seeing. You got Curtis Blades versus Ngannou, uh, Overeem versus Pavlich, Who I still haven't looked at, but I've heard things about that he's worth keeping an eye on. Um, Song Dong, who I've championed on this podcast, he's fighting against Vince Morales. Um, we got the leech coming back. Um, the GOAT, Rashad Coulter, is going to be on this card. The greatest
1: heavyweight of all um, time.
0: He's all fighting time. the only all
1: Chinese the... heavyweight. He uh, was it Yu song Yeah, he's going to
0: wreck <laughs> me. gonna... I mean, you
1: say that, but has Rashad Coulter <laughs> won the fight in the UFC yet?
0: Hey, man. Rashad Coulter won all of his fights. They just... <laughs> he was just a suit for he's been... all of them. Yeah, he's been cheated. <laughs> by his brain Uh, Wei, <laughs> <laughs> Wei Li Zhang is on this card against uh Aguilar Uh, Nan Yan is on this card looking forward to that fight Uh, I didn't even know Kevin Holland's on this card um, so yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to this man a lot of I'm looking forward to a lot of these Chinese fights I'm looking
1: fighters. forward to watching um, it at a cool 1 o'clock in the afternoon because it on UOZ Fight Pass and I can go back and watch it. I don't have to be up at 3.30 in the morning to watch the whole damn thing.
0: Oh, that means I can sneak and watch this at work. Yeah. That's great. That is awesome. And yeah, there you're right. Then I can rewatch it when we get... Oh, that is great. That is great. This card is gonna be awesome. Yes, I won't have to be up with am I'm, I'm really Oh, happy wait. Is it on it. Sunday?
1: <laughs> I have is no it? idea because it, it has a date listed on, on Wikipedia, the... but
0: on the 24th. Okay, it's Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, yeah. So, that'll be awesome. Um, So, yeah, definitely tune in to UFC Beijing, man. There's gonna be a lot of good fights, a lot of good Chinese fighters on there. So, that'll be awesome. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much it for fights and shenanigans and Tito, Chuck, (laughs) Cody McKenzie, all that wild stuff. So, we will go ahead and uh, close out with Uh, parting shots and shout outs Um, I don't have any shots um, but uh, I have a couple of shout outs Um, LFA had a card uh, that went down on Friday so I got a shout out a few uh, performances and highlights Um, Kalen Hill if I'm saying his name correctly K-A-I-L-A-N Hill um, he had a spinning back fist KO that I think was like 11 seconds in Um, this kid is he's 3-0 Three and zero in LFA. Um, all of his victories are finishes. I want to say they're all knockouts. Um, he's only 23. He's at middleweight, which could mean good things, you know. A young middleweight, somebody who's not like a he's not the, he's not a tough dad. He's the young guy. So I, I don't know if he's going to the UFC, but I, I feel like a lot of you know if you pay attention to LFA, a lot of their good prospects, most of them end up in the UFC if they go on a good run. Um, and I would imagine with Three straight wins, all finishes. Um, we, we might see this guy make a step to the big lead. So, shout-outs to Kalen Hill um, for that highlight. Um, we, we may see him in, in the UFC, I, I would think, maybe at some point in the future. Um, also, on that same card, uh, Zabina Mazzo defended her flyweight belt. She is now 6-0. and oh. She had a very one-sided uh, performance. I cannot remember the woman she fought. Um, Excuse
1: me. Uh, Caroline uh, you- yarrow Yarak Wak uh Yarawaka Days Cruz.
0: Yeah, she, she beat her up. <laughs> she five round uh I will say though, the only thing that disappointed me in Sabina's performance. Uh, I felt like she kinda coasted because she knew she was gonna win. Um, but either way she beat her up. Like the fight was not remotely competitive at all. Um but Sabina's six and zero. uh she's only like twenty one. Yeah, she's really young. So um somebody to keep an eye on that flyweight. You would think eventually she'll make it to the UFC at some point. Um so she's six and zero. Oh. Shout outs to her for defending her belt. Um and my last shout out uh will go to on a non uh combat sport related note. Uh shout outs to Sue Bird. Uh she got hired uh to the Denver Nuggets as a front office person. Uh, I don't yeah, know. It. A a basket they they call it a, a basketball operations associate. I don't know what that is, but it's a job and it gives her some checks. So hey, <laughs> that's 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 always good. Um and it's kind of wild cuz she she just won a title last year, right? She, she, she won
1: was, the uh the, the the Seattle Storm won the 2018 women's uh the WNBA uh championship.
0: Yeah, and she so the the, US, she the US
1: team also won the uh, World Cup. In September.
0: So she won a WNBA championship. She's coming back for another season, which would make it 17 seasons. And she's going to have this yep. job. So that's a lot to do Johnson at one time. She might be playing overseas. Eventually. Well, no, I think the article I read says she's retiring Oh, uh, okay. Overseas. I think I read that, yeah. She's, uh, I think after getting this position, she retired. Uh, that makes sense. But but either way, like, she, you just won a championship, you get this job, and then technically you're still playing. <laughs> and I think she's like 38. 38, I want to uh, say.
1: Yeah. Oh, 30. Yeah, she's been around yeah. for a while. Um, oh. Her and uh, Lindsay Whalen, um, former player for the Minnesota Lynx. Like, Lindsay Whalen got a coach. Um, she's the coach of the University of Minnesota. Uh, she got the job actually before the season started. So she's been recruiting while she was a, pl- a player for the Minnesota Lynx. Um,. So, like, it, it, you got to hustle when you're not getting paid a whole lot by the W. So.
0: Yeah. So, shout out to her, man. Get your get your money. Um, and she's being a part of the Nuggets, who are... Um, the team's pretty good this year. They have a lot of young talent, so I think she's in a, a good... Hopefully, she can be a part of an organization that's may finally be, like, turning the corner and hopefully hitting a stride. So, uh, definitely... Uh, shout outs to her. See
1: um, this. See if Seattle had a NMB, an NBA team. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, see yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that was um, at,
1: at least. no I, I'm, I don't want to talk about Seattle's basketball woes.
0: I miss the Supersonic. I do. I mean, everybody does. Shout, shout outs to. Shout-out to Sean Kemp, wherever he is. On his uh, home planet. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think, well, well on an on NFL note, even though I have really watched the NFL this season, shout-out to Lamar Jackson. Uh He got his first uh NFL win today, starting. Beat the Bengals 24 As far
1: as I'm concerned, Rams the like... only MVP is the guy who quit halfway through the first game of this season. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but...
0: Did you <laughs> Uh, did you hear about the um the coach who did that?
1: No, but he is. There, there was he a, is also a brave ah, soul, and I, I respect.
0: Him. I wish I had. Uh, hold on, I gotta hold up, hold up. I I'm going to find this story. Real coach quick. of the year. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh. Long. Okay. Hold up. Uh. He was a Division three coach at East Stroudsburg. Uh. His name is Denny Dowds. Um, he retired during his team's game against Ohio Dominican, uh, in the game's final seconds, Dowds called a fourth quarter <laughs> Dowds called a fourth timeout, which if you follow football, you don't have four timeouts. You only have three. Um, he called the timeout to let his team know he would be retiring after 45 years. Uh, and he told the coach that, I mean, he told the official that when he called the timeout, like, I know it's illegal. But it's okay, I'm retiring.
2: <laughs> so, like, I he knew... Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, he... <laughs> he knew he was going to get penalized. And he just didn't care because he's like, I'm retiring. Um, So, shout-outs to Denny Doubts. <laughs> shout-outs to this trend of just retiring mid-game. <laughs> oh, man. Cra- crazy times uh, we live in. But that's... Uh, <laughs> That's all I got for, for parting shots and shout outs. Um,
1: shouts to Caressa Shields and Jerome Miller who won their fights on the zone. Um you know, Caressa Shields fought a professional bassoon player. A bassoonist, if you will. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, she was supposed to fight Christina Hammer on Showtime, but the fight fell apart because Christina Hammer got sick or something. Um, she's not cleared to fight yet. I think they're re—they're aiming to have that fight in March. Uh, so, and Jarrell Miller fought a guy, but, you know, heavyweight. So <clears throat> I'll give him this—he looks good for a dude who weighs 315 pounds. Like, yeah, yeah. No, he—he he doesn't like he looks like he looks big but he doesn't look fat if if you know what i mean like he he's like that the athletic big yeah and which is well, weird because like he's not, a, he's not a really good athlete like he he he, he he's the, he's a pressure volume guy like he strangely has an engine on him but i wouldn't call him athletic but I'm um, gonna just send you a picture of him because it's just so weird. Like, you look at the dude and he looks like, like he looks like a bodybuilder. I guess is the best way to put it.
0: Oh no, I can see it. He looks, damn, he yeah, he is big. Yeah, like, but he's not like he's not like sloppy. But he's
1: like football player. I guess.
0: Yeah, but he's like he's like line, he's like NFL lineman big. Like he's big but he's like he's sturdy. Like it, it would take a lot to knock him out. Yeah, that's a, that's a big that's a big it's a big man. He, he
1: felt like I'm going to call him a Romanian cab driver. Like I, I don't know anything about Bogdan Dinu. You know he might have been like a great boxer in the amateurs. Um but like he, he uh... It, they tried to offer this fight to like this 45 year old who hasn't fought in like 4 years and they tried to pay him a million dollars to take it and it, it, it just it reminds me that heavyweight's a
0: crap division everywhere
1: it makes me sad
0: you didn't take the million dollars it was
1: just like you know, I, my he- maybe he was like my health is more important to me or maybe he was like maybe Anthony Joshua will pay me more to fight him in April
0: <laughs> but um,
1: <laughs> um so you know shouts to those two um shouts to all the women actually competing in the women's ABA world championships over in new delhi um uh, team usa is like one in six, one four six or uh, one for maybe one one i'm gonna go one and six they've had like five or six women lose in the very first round um and only one um make it out the first round so far they got like three more to go um to Virginia Fuchs, who's that one woman who made out the first round she won her she won her first two fights um she's in the round of sixteen, I think so she wins two more fights and she gets a medal I believe one or two more fights um yeah you know, we feel that the young team really inexperienced, like two or three of the women like uh, two of the women are like 20, like they are young, like, and they 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 are not one of them isn't new to boxing, like, she's from a boxing family, but they're new to international competition. So, um, <clears throat> so you know, I'm, I'm not too stressed about the 2020 Olympics. Um, Stacia Suttles has only been boxing for like six years, like, four, but not even she started in 2014, so like four years. Um, so like it's a young team. They'll get better. They'll be ready by the Olympics, and hopefully one of them wins a gold medal and then goes pro. And then we have a deeper field for the women's game. So I'm looking forward to that. But um, finals they they end on like the 24th the the women's championship. So if you're interested, go catch a um, you can go watch them on YouTube. Like, they're, they're streaming them all live, and they're on, like, the BFI YouTube, the Boxing Federation of India's YouTube page, so you can catch them there. Watch them, there you watch go. them in clean,
0: 1080 resolution. See? The violence is, is always there. Everywhere, somewhere around the world, somebody's getting punched yep. somewhere. It's human nature. Yeah, you can always watch it. Um, but yeah, man, that's, uh been another episode of the dojo talk podcast um and actually i just realized now that we're recording this um happy thanksgiving to you guys because the next time you hear from us it'll be after Thanksgiving. yeah uh so uh hope you guys have a nice holiday eat some good food save me some sweet potato pie if you got four here. days off bro. uh i wish i could say the oh. same <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i'm off for thanksgiving but i'm right back god damn we yeah yeah, <laughs> I, I think. Did we get off early today? I don't even remember if we get off early the day before. What well, doesn't matter. I've been early. It's like my brother who works
1: evening. for Nordstrom's. He's all he's. He has to go back to work that that midnight.
0: Oh, that's trash, all right they, My job They, they don't do me yeah, that. No, he, it's not even like
1: <laughs> that's the thing though. He's not even like working the floor anymore. He's doing like uh, online team stuff. So like, it's like if you have a problem with the online store you want to order something online he has to be there at like midnight for you to order stuff it's, it's ridiculous
0: yeah uh, shout, shout out to all of the people who unfortunately i've worked black fridays in my life uh, i've done three i want to say um shout outs to you guys man i uh, made a force be with you all that good stuff black fridays are not for don't me. get trampled please um, yeah don't get trampled don't please treat the people who are like working the black the Black Friday sales like please like be nice. No, th- they don't want to be there. They're faking smiles. Nobody really wants to be there, but, but you got to get paid. You got to do dude, what you like, do.
1: Real talk. If if somebody's working retail, their life is shitty enough that they don't need you. Pointing like being upset that they, they don't smile at you. Yeah. So, you know, just shut up. Go buy your fucking TV that's like ten dollars off, and, yeah, and, and, and leave.
0: And don't hit them with that. Oh, I can't believe they're making you guys work. Don't ever. Say no, because because
1: you're here. You're in the fuck. You're right. in the store. <laughs> you're <laughs> right. actively like, ruining their day.
0: Yeah, you're the cause of this. It's it's, it's you. Your fault. It, it's literally you. Be you. ashamed of yourself. Shame. Go home. <laughs> Go home. Eat, eat food, watch football, and go to spend sleep. Spend
1: time with your family. Like, pretend you like yeah. them.
0: Right. Don't buy that TV that's going to break in like three days anyway. You don't even watch yeah, exactly. TV.
1: What are you getting a TV for? You have a laptop. You have, you have a smartphone yeah. and an iPad or tablet or something. like. Control yourself. Yeah, you got the
0: trash. <laughs> this got dark really quick. Happy name <laughs> given... This. They do. They won't listen, but they do. Go outside. Hopefully hopefully you listen to this like right before you go Black Friday shopping and you stop.
1: Go outside. Go take a walk. Hug a tree.
0: There you Play go. with squirrels. I don't know. Yeah. Do do something productive instead of buying and you know making people's lives. Oh, shout stores. out but to
1: Rye, because they close all their stores on Black Friday.
0: See? Everybody needs to do that. The rest of companies need to then, get in then, line. Then there
1: would be no way for uh, why, why can't you just push the sales back a weekend?
0: Yeah, they're honestly not that good anyway. Most of these sales, like, they come right back around during Christmas. Yeah. Really, the only good sales are the TVs. Like, all of the other stuff that's on sales is kind of trash.
1: Yeah, like... Like, most of it's not even on sale. It's just, like, I remember, like, back in the day when they used to do, like, toys and stuff. It was just, like, oh, we're releasing all the new toys on Black Friday. And then people would rush to duped. go get them. And then they would be back on shelves, like, two weeks later for Christmas. Y'all stupid.
0: Yeah. Y'all are being duped. Go, go buy stuff on mine. Like, really.
1: Who goes to a store anymore?
0: cyber monday's where it's at even though the poor amazon workers gotta suffer for that That's I mean, another
1: story. yeah fuck
0: amazon <sighs> but hope you guys have a nice holiday um, all
1: i'm real. all i'm learning about myself this episode is i just really hate everything
0: <laughs> that's what happens as you get older you just everything annoys you If you guys have watched uh, Season 2 of Castlevania on Netflix, um, the older I get, I realize I'm just like Dracula who's sitting in that chair all day, and I'm just kind of angry at everybody. And it's like, I don't want any of you to be here anymore.
1: Why are you existing in my presence?
0: Yeah, yeah, just get out. Go. Um. (laughs) You guys, man, have a nice Thanksgiving. Have a nice holiday. Be sure to give us a listen on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Spotify, send questions to Dojo Talk Podcast at yahoo.com. Hit us up on Facebook at the Dojo Talk Podcast Facebook page and hit me up on Twitter at Serial Sensei. And that is it. As always, anytime people are being punched and or kicked in the face, we will be there to talk about it. You guys have a nice holiday. And until next time, we will catch you later.